everybody, welcome to tonight's episode of the Rained Out Rantcast. I'm your host, Chris, as always. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but it was a rerun last week of John Potash, which I reran that on Twitter and all the platforms I could, and it it got me <laughs> got me strucken on fucking YouTube and Facebook. <laughs> fucking assholes. Yeah, so I can't stream there. I can only stream on Rumble like I usually do. Uh, but tonight I let it go out on Twitter, see what happens. A uh, lot of shit to talk about tonight. Uh want you to go check out the pay the the webpage, raindoutrancast.com. Check out the uh store. Get yourself a, a t shirt. Uh all the lives are on here, the the episodes. Yeah, that that one there got me struck in from youtube again which i don't even use this is the first one i've ran out an episode on for fucking ever uh well yeah go check out the store support the show uh i'm gonna need it anyways i wanted to we're gonna talk about uh biden and we're gonna go over some biden gas but first i seen there is a transgender uh, presidential candidate uh, wanted to see what they had to say, what their plan for a better tomorrow is. Tomorrow's presidential candidates, one name stands out as a frequent visitor of Grand Island. Jennifer Nye is the first transgender woman to run for the 2024 presidential race. She represents the Pink Party, a political party that she established. Nye's campaign platform includes prior prioritizing school safety, deregulating trucking restrictions, and most importantly, protecting children from neglect. Children are a prized possession of America. Far too often, uh, mothers decide to get pregnant and uh, children are being neglected, like myself, being personally persecuted because of the lack of oversight Tonight, Nye will be at the Upper Deck Bar in Grand Island to meet with people and enjoy some karaoke. Yeah, children are his, his priority. That's not fucking creepy at all. Uh, so the Pink Party, the Pink Party is is on fire right now. I think they're really uh, wheeling their way up there. Anyways... Uh, be really fluffy and be really nice and say yeah be really lovely and queer and gay no if you see a turf punch him in the fucking face i was gonna okay yeah that's the pink party there i think to punch <laughs> turfs in the face i don't even know what the fuck a turf is i think i'm a am i a turf i'm probably a turf so anyways, uh, if we're going to talk about Biden a bit, um, Biden hates the Asians, I guess. The group uh, included groundbreaking Asian-Americans like Vera Wang and, and, and Joan Shingang, Shanga Kawawa. The group included... Yeah, he fucking hates them. And... Uh, <laughs> 
they sent cluster bombs to Ukraine. Like uh, we know, like thirty percent or more, only thirty something percent, probably thirty three percent of the weapons that have been sent to Ukraine have actually made it to Ukraine. And then uh, we find out that you know, after we send some cluster bombs, we're out of we're out of ammunition, like Canada. Yeah, so we're out of we're out of ammo. This guy. Why we're out of ammo? This guy's on the fuck. Is there not like a fucking presidential beach somewhere? Like a president, like a beach, you know. There's not like another place they could go. I kept seeing these videos of someone showing like some sort of tattoo or something. Like Biden's got some fucking tattoo. I, I, I don't see it. I mean, I, 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 that's probably not even the real Biden. It's like this clip that's popped up it looks like the old biden like the vp biden <laughs> brain exercises for dementia that was the, the section Biden was in. But again, I mean, if you watch that, it looks like it, that's old Biden. <laughs> Shitty blurring fucking stream. Anyways, Biden this week is, was in Finland and he was eating kid, children and sniffing babies Think when he thought he was just getting pictures taken. That's fucking creepy and weird. And, and nobody's, uh, nobody, you know. Yeah, he's trying to eat the children of Finland. It is fucked up. I mean, you got to keep this guy away from the children of Finland because. Anyway, so he goes on. He's uh, taking pictures with people. He thinks he's taking pictures with people, but this lady was filming. And this is what she caught. Can you take all these pictures? Yeah. yeah cool. Can you whisper a secret? Don't tell mommy what I told you. You got it? Mm -hmm. I'm recording. Oh, you're recording. Can I get a selfie? Can I get a selfie? Sure. Appreciate it. Alright. Everybody in. She had the camera right there, and he was sniffing. Let's play that one again. Can you take all these pictures? Yeah. yeah cool. Can you whisper a secret? 
Don't tell mommy what I told you. You got it? That mama was creeped out, it seemed. I mean, ugh. It's gross. Anyways, everybody knows about the cocaine that was found. Uh, what was it? Fourth of July weekend. Uh, the Bidens weren't there, they said. They kept saying the Bidens weren't there, but then come to find out the Bidens were there until about 7 p.m. Friday night. Still don't know whose coke it, it is. No, we'll never know. I think I might have played, uh, if you haven't heard it, you can go on to in my Instagram. <clears throat> but I put together the entirety of the police scanner, and you can hear the police say it was found in the library and to wipe the bags out. I'm assuming the bag wiping was, you know, they thought it was fentanyl to begin with. They had ran a narcon, narcon, narc test on it first, but. Now you'll never, we'll never know, you know, and they change the story over and over and over. The big change is where this was found. It was found, um, by my observation, in a much more secure place, limited access place than that West Wing reception area. It's still a publicly trafficked, a, a frequently trafficked place, but it's down near the Situation Room, right off West Executive, down below. And normal people, just average people just can't get in there, even with the entry from the Northwest Gate. Well, let me let me bring you up to date with the reporting that I have. What we have learned is that there are, in fact, two West Wing entrances. You know that. I know that. But for the benefit of our audience and now the. Invest yeah, I don't think the library is even in the West Wing, but, you know, what do I know? Anyways, uh, Trump. Uh, I don't know when this is from, but him taunting Hunter is is humorous to me. So I'm going to play that. I want to see Hunter ask these questions. Hunter, you know nothing about energy. You know nothing about chat. You know nothing about anything, frankly. Hunter, you're a loser. Why did you get $1.5 billion, Hunter? And your father was never considered smart. He was never considered a good senator. He was only a good vice president because he understood how to kiss Barack Obama's ass. Yeah, he gets those crowds fired up. I'm going to show a little bit of uh, more of trump later but again uh god damn i can never remember the black first black lesbian uh press secretary is that what she is kjp uh i don't i can't kareen kareen right kareen it's jean pierre isn't it there's no anyways kjp the first black uh, lesbian White House press secretary I think I remembered it now that's her name first black lesbian White House press secretary talking about uh, irresponsible reporting when it comes to the cocaine that was allegedly found if this was 
anthrax that was found. I mean, like, what the fuck? I know everybody's talked about this, but like for real, if this was fucking like anthrax, if this was anthrax found in Mike Pence's office, because he's probably got an office there still. There has been some irresponsible reporting uh, about the family. And, uh, and so I got to call that out here. And I have been very clear. I was clear uh, two days ago when talking about this over and over again as I was being asked a question. As you know, and media outlets reported this, the Biden family was not here. They were not here. They were at Camp David. They were not here Friday. They were not here Saturday. They were not here Sunday. They were not even here Monday. They came back on Tuesday. So to ask that question is actually incredibly irresponsible. And, and um, I'll just leave it there. Yeah, anyways, completely irresponsible. They weren't here Friday. They weren't they were there Friday. I mean, if you're there until seven o'clock at night, I would say you were there. I would say that you were there Friday night or Friday into the night. Because six like we're gonna say six thirty, even six thirty. We're in the PM hours. It's a PM hours there. You've been there the entire time. So this it's a play on words. It's fucking annoying. So anyways, John Kirby, he was asked about, you know, there's multiple whistleblowers, which the whistleblowers are going to be um, testifying Wednesday. Uh, they're going to be test, uh, testifying Wednesday according to uh, uh, James Comey. But John Kirby is asked about all the corruption, and the response is like, should be infuriating for people. Uh, there have been many developments in the House investigations into the First Family's international business dealings recently. Uh, there's one committee trying to get an FBI file alleging that President Biden took bribes. There's another IRS whistleblower who's alleging there's a cover-up in the investigation. Amid all of this, there was a Harvard-Harris poll this month that found that 53% of the public, including a fourth of Democrats, believe, quote, Joe Biden was involved with his son in an, in an illegal influence-peddling scheme. Uh, there's, of course, evidence that the president interacted with his relatives, associates from China, uh, Mexico, Kazakhstan, Russia, and Ukraine. Uh, so what do you say to the majority of Americans who believe that the president is himself corrupt? Let's go. You can hear uh, the first, uh, <laughs> the first lesbian uh, black White House press secretary saying, "Come on, let's go, let's go. We're just gonna fucking walk out. We don't have answers for this shit. It's ugh. people should be just ugh." That's fucking retarded. Yeah, people should be fucking mad. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to play this clip. Uh, James Comey talking about uh, the whistleblower. One of the whistleblowers who they just indicted on the same charges that like Hunter and Jim and Joe. Well, not Joe, but Jim, Hunter and the rest of the fucking Bidens are all guilty of. I'll be right back after a little bit of this clip here. Chairman of House Oversight, Congressman James Comer. 
joins me now. Sir, good to have you back on. Tell us about this man. The Post describes him as well-connected in intelligence circles in Washington, D.C., where he ran a think tank, the Institute for the Analysis of Global Security, with former CIA Director James Woolsey and former National Security Advisor Robert McFarlane as advisors. That's who this man is. He's not just some weird guy that popped up out of nowhere. No, he's very credible, and the people on MSNBC who made fun of me when I said uh, we had an informant that was missing, they should feel like fools right now. They are fools. Uh, and this is their worst nightmare because, uh, again, this is a credible witness that the FBI flew all the way to Brussels to interview and sent several agents to interview. Uh, this is someone that knew about CEFC in detail long before the laptop ever became public. So we feel that this is a very credible witness. We feel that this is someone that uh, we need to talk to uh, in our investigation, someone we will communicate with in our investigation. We're going to request the notes from the FBI meeting from the FBI. That is forthcoming. Uh, we want to know uh, why the FBI has never made public this interview. And look, Rob, this is a trend. Rob Walker said he met with the FBI and told them very damaging stuff about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. We know that Bobulinski met with the FBI and did the same thing. Now we know the computer repair guy did. Now we know the IRS whistleblower did. And now Gal Luff did. But what did the FBI do? You know, our sources in the FBI, the ones that Senator Grassley's worked closely with, say they did nothing. They never investigated any of this. They turned a complete blind eye. And the more bank records we get in, the more depositions we do, the more people that come forward the more damaging this is for the Biden family. I just, I don't get how they, they, they wanted to cover this up. Why? I mean, it's, it's, it's like, think if you're, if, if you were a, you know, a, a detective in a small town and there's a serial killer and you figure out who the serial killer is and you just work every day to cover it up. What, what is the motive for the FBI to try and protect this massive influence peddling scheme and all of this money coming in? I mean, this is a vulnerability that, that essentially means that the, the, the Chinese Communist Party, if Gal Luff's accusations are true, and again, there's tons of evidence coming in from all sides that point to the same thing, that the CCP has effectively infiltrated the White House. Why would anybody want to cover that up? Why wouldn't you want to put that out in the open, expose that, get rid of that rot? That's a great question. That's a question we're going to continue to ask the FBI. And look, the CEFC was owned by the Chinese Communist Party. The Bidens took millions of dollars from CEFC. Now think about that. The president of the United States and his family has taken millions of dollars from a company that's 100% wholly owned by the Chinese Communist Party. And they were involved in anything. I've said this in interviews. They weren't just trying to buy American energy. They were trying to buy real estate. They were trying to buy farmland. They were trying to buy interest into defense contractors and manufacturers. This is a bad deal that the Bidens are, are tied up in. And all the people that were affiliated with the Bidens in this deal have at one point or another spoken to the FBI about it. But yet the FBI never did anything. Are we going to hear at, at what point do we get to hear from Bobulinski in front of Congress, you know, in a prime time setting, you know, where, where people can actually see it, where it can't be ignored? You know, Rob Walker, these are people that worked Nobody can dispute that. They worked with the Bidens. They have right. no reason to lie. And they're telling us what happened here. I mean, Tony Bobulinski has been hiding out 
for, for years now he's been hiding out. This did him no yep. benefit to tell this story. When do we get to hear from these people right. and when, when do we subpoena or get Devin Archer in front? When does that happen? Very soon. What I wanted to do, Rob, was to get the bank records first, to present the evidence of all the, the millions of dollars of the Biden family's taken in. Because remember, the press denied that. They said that that never happened. They said those were legitimate business deals. They said none of the money ever happened while Joe Biden was vice president. We've proven that to be wrong. They did get money when he was vice president. They have taken millions of dollars, and there are no legitimate businesses. Now we're bringing, we're in the deposition phase, and Devin Archer is supposed to be uh, in front of the oversight committee for a deposition next week. Once next Devin week. Archer comes forward and says what he has to say, then you're going to start seeing other people like Bob Alinsky and Walker and other people come and tell their stories. And I think what you're going to see is there's a consistent pattern here of a narrative that is far different than what Joe Biden's told the American people and far different than what the, the pitiful journalists on the MSNBC have been saying. Oh, yeah. I, I can't wait for these hearings and I can't wait to see that show the next day. You're right about that. Congressman Comer, we appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me. Chairman. Yeah, so... So anyways, um, them guy, I guess, according to Comer, they are testifying Wednesday. Thank you very much for being with us this weekend. My pleasure. So much to discuss. Where are you in the investigation of influence peddling uh, for the Biden family? I want to get your take on what we're going to hear next week from the whistleblowers. But what can you tell us now about your investigation? What have you learned? Well, we've learned, obviously, uh, there have been more bank transactions. Uh, this family's been receiving money from all over the planet. I think everyone knows that, that watches Fox News, but unfortunately, people that get their news from other outlets aren't as educated on it. So Wednesday, we're bringing the whistleblowers in. Uh, these are very credible career IRS employees who have never blown the whistle on anything. Uh, one is a very partisan uh, registered Democrat. So we're excited that uh, it's going to be a, a bipartisan uh, panel. We're going to be able to ask them very specific, substantive questions about crimes that have been committed by various members of the Biden family. Uh, there's a lot of talk back and forth about, well, they should have been charged with money laundering or they should have been charged with wire fraud or they should have been an unregistered foreign agent. What level of tax evasion did they really have? We're going to be able to dive into that in a public setting where every American is going to have the opportunity to watch this hearing live. And I think that the American people are going to be very satisfied with the answers that we get. And I'm excited, Maria, because we found all these shell companies that make absolutely no sense. I don't believe they've paid a penny of revenue, a penny of taxes on, on most of this millions of dollars that they've received from, from our adversaries around wow. the world. But then the, the question is, what did they do to receive this money? How did they list that on their taxes? Is it as a service they provided uh, as a capital investment? We don't know. So if you're into finance, like most of your viewers are, uh, this should be a good substantive committee hearing that will allow us to move forward in the deposition process when we bring these individuals that were helping the Bidens funnel and, and launder this money, we'll be able to ask them specific questions about specific transactions. Yeah, so that'll be fun Wednesday. Those things are like six. They do this like all day long every day. These things are like five, six, seven hours long. 
You got to watch them on YouTube. Fucking C-SPAN. Um, <clears throat> anyways, so... What was it? Friday? Maybe Thursday? Might have been Thursday. Uh, Christopher Ray? I think that's how you pronounce it. He was being... Uh, testifying... I grilled, interrogated... Uh, in front of Congress... And uh, they asked him if he was protect. I think this was Matt Gates asking him if he's protecting the Bidens. American people need to understand what just happened. My call, my Democrat colleague, just asked the director of the FBI whether or not they are buying information about our fellow Americans. And the answer is, well, we'll just have to get back to you on that. It sounds really complicated. But I have other questions. I'm sitting here with my father. I will make certain between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Sounds like a shakedown, doesn't it, Director? I'm not going to get into commenting on that. You, you, you seem deeply uncurious about it, don't you? Almost suspiciously uncurious. Are you protecting the Bidens? Absolutely not. The FBI well, does not the has no oh, hold interest on. in You won't answer the question about whether or not that's a shakedown, and everybody knows why you won't answer it. Because to, ev to the millions of people who will see this, they know it is. And your inability to acknowledge that is deeply revealing about you. But yeah. Uh, Hamza is joining me. Can you hear me? Yep. Can you hear me? I can hear you. What's going on? Am I saying that right, Hamza? Yep. A is a little bit hum. Like hum. Hamza. Yeah. yeah. Ha I don't do that. Just no, Hamza. No, 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 no. What's the fucking point? Like, seriously, like, oh, look at the Bidens. They all sleep, go to the same restaurant, bang the same girls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so what difference is going to make? Well, I'm just showing people what they probably missed out on. Yes, that's the thing. Because people are like, oh, Bobby, Bobby. You know who Bobby is, right? The Barbie movie? Bobby, Bobby. Bobby Kennedy. Oh, Star RFK. Fucker. Yeah. Star fucker. Everybody loves RFK. Yeah, he, he's the new hero, isn't he? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Is he the new hero or like Absolutely is he just not. like a... I, I need to say the new hero, like fake hero, basically. Yeah, I mean he just it's just like soft disclosures yeah. is what he's doing. He's just uh disclosing everything we've been saying. Everyone and their mom is like he's gonna save us, which he's not. Yeah, he's gonna do some push-ups and yeah, take steroids and say, oh, I'm fighting Big Pharma. Rip I take DRT. DRT is Big Pharma. Come on, nigga. This is true, TRT. That's the <laughs> testosterone shit, right? Yeah, that's Big Pharma. Look, most of the money they get from, like, poison shot, like COVID, second is DRT. Yeah, because I mean, like in America, I used to wrestle. I used to wrestle. I used to wrestle. I know TRT. I know yeah, people and... who take TRT. TRT is the second shit, and TRT fucks up people. You can't reproduce testosterone. You will have testosterone, but you can't like reproduce. Okay. Yeah. So, like, 
I mean, the majority of males are already have low testosterone the way it is due to yeah. whatever the fuck it, you know. And now you will have a fake fucking hero like uh, Ben Swanton. He was like, oh my God, you got to watch Sound of Freedom. It's about protecting our kids. Come You're on, talking man. about the Sound of Freedom? Yeah, another bullshit. Yeah. I another haven't bullshit. got to that yet. I'm getting to that. Another bullshit. I'm getting to that one. <laughs> another bullshit. God, I got people fucking our freak kids, out on Twitter. Our, our kids. Uh, Patrick <laughs> Bad David, uh, that guy, PDP. Yeah, you pa- gotta watch Sound of Freedom. Uh, now, uh, like you have to watch. It. You have to. Yeah. No, 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 no. His his recent video was with his kid. <laughs> like now they're showing their kids. Which one? PDP just posted a new video um, with his kid. He showed his kid um, uh, "Sound of Freedom." No, his kid is saying you have to watch it. <laughs> the fucking Tim dude. No, 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 PDP, PDP, Patrick Bad David. So recently oh, he made a new video he, now. Okay, yeah. So I he see made that. a new video now, basically, uh, like uh, regarding his son. His son is now saying, Dad, I encourage, I encourage everyone to watch this movie. <laughs> we got a whole thing I'm going to get to with Sound of Freedom. No, 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 dude, dude, seriously. With All the... of them who made this movie are fucking pedophiles. Oh, I know. Like Owen Benjamin says. Second <laughs> thing is, you you can't tell me they didn't expose the Catholic Church. I mean, what the fuck? Nick? No, I'm like, going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. I got clips. Third, third, I got to clean out the fucking like, mouth. They're like, oh, we hate the government. The government hates us. Dude, they're sitting there talking Nigga, about it. No chrome and fuck if, it. If, if, if the government hates you, you can't tell me I'm going to put a microchip under my kid so we will know if he's going to get traffic or not. I mean, fucking bullshit. Yeah, because that's what they want. I haven't seen the fucking movie. Everybody's like, everybody's freaking out on me being like, you're bashing this fucking movie. No, like, I, I, saw it. I saw movie. It. It's bullshit. It's <laughs> I started bullshit. watching it and it once they close that red door at the beginning, it's like I already know what is going to happen. Like, look, I don't need look, to subjugate myself to Ryan, it. Ryan, uh, Chris, sorry, Chris. Chris I'm going to tell you one thing. We know who the obvious establishment is. Yeah. Even, well, I mean, like, Jesse, even Jesse Lee Peterson knows uh, Joe Biden is bullshit. Like, that's low IQ. Mm-hmm. If he knows, then why are we like sitting here? We have to expose these real motherfuckers because it's easy to expose like the obvious establishment. What we have to expose is the not so obvious establishment. We can't have one Indian guy fucking saying uh, like um, Booby Kennedy is shit. We need thousands of people saying Booby Kennedy is shit. Okay, saying Bobby Kennedy is shit or Bobby Kennedy is shit? Okay, no, yeah, yeah. It's shit. We need thousands of people seeing. We can't have one person saying. Well, Bobby they're Kennedy. all shit. I got parts of Bobby Kennedy coming. I got fucking a hundred clips to jam through here. Like, I'm show you know how... who Pasta is? Isn't you know who Pasta is? Who what? Greg, Greg Pasta. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Couch guy. Yeah, yeah. 
So I DM them, uh, uh, RFKExposed.com, RFK is bullshit. He's like, no, Dr. Shiva is jealous of RFK. RFK has a real movement. Look at Dr. Shiva. He doesn't have a real movement. I'm like, fuck Dr. Shiva. Oh, that's what's going on. Because someone messaged me earlier today talking about coming on my show. No, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, okay, fine. Okay, let's say Dr. Shiva is bullshit. But you can't tell me a Kennedy is a fucking hero. His, like, there's a video of his father saying we have to go, his, uh, his uncle saying we have to go to Vietnam. And people say his uncle was against Vietnam. Come on, bro. Yeah, it's, yeah. And he's just saying the shit that we've been saying for years. And now all of a sudden, like, uh, RFK just pops up out of fucking nowhere. And <laughs> listen, guys. Look, I've look. Got- my no, family no, no. Has been murdered by the CIA. He but sounds trust like a, me, since my right, daughter-in-law You don't have a vibrator in your mouth. I mean, the guy sounds like he has a vibrator in his throat. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I wanted to show people that what the FBI did for January sixth, right? Because January 6th, I hadn't seen this video of the size of the crowd of January 6th. Because if it was a fucking insurrection, it would have been a fucking insurrection. I'm going to show you this quick clip. far as you can see to the curve i think my 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 thing of january 6th is you are a fool if you went there that day yes i'm gonna get to that so you are a fucking fool so check this out look what the uh, fbi did after january 6th now this was revealed just this week when they were they were interrogating uh, that Chris Ray, listen to this shit. The FBI asked financial institutions to turn over their customers. You have the time to me. Did the FBI ask financial institutions to turn over their customers' debit and credit card purchase history in the Washington, D.C. area for January 5th and 6th, 2021? Uh, I don't know the answer to that as I sit here right now. Well, we do, because Bank of America gave us this email from the FBI to Bank of America. Well, I am aware that Bank of America provided information to the FBI, but what communications occurred between the FBI and Bank of America about it? Let's read it. To recap our morning call, are you, we are prepared to action the following threshold. Customers transacting debit card, credit card, Washington, D.C. purchases between 1521-1621. That's scary enough. But then the next bullet point's even more scary. Any, any historical, capital letters, all capitals, any historical purchase of a firearm. You guys asked financial, it's at least Bank of America. We think more. Did you guys ask him? Again, I don't have the full sequence of the back and forth. You've got one, looks like you've got one email that I haven't seen before here. Um, so I don't know that I have the full exchange. That this well, does this email trouble of- you as much as it does members of the Judiciary Committee? That the FBI is asking for every single, I mean, we had members of Congress here that week 
First time they're getting sworn in as a new member of Congress, their family in town, and you're sweeping, and they may happen to be a customer of Bank of America, and you're sweeping up every debit and credit card purchase of their family who are in town that week because their, their husband or their dad or their mom is getting sworn in as a new member of Congress. And then you're also saying, overlaying that information with, did, you, did this person buy a firearm? And the question is? I'm just nervous about that. Are you nervous about that? As, as I think I've testified before, my understanding is that our engagement with Bank of America uh, was fully lawful, but that we recalled the leads that were cut to field well, If office. it's lawful, that's, that was my next point. If it's yeah. lawful, why did you say we're not going to use these leads? That's what Mr. Jensen testified to when we deposed him, the director of the terrorism unit at, at, at the FBI. That's what he testified to. Why did, you, why did you not use the leads if it was lawful to get the information? Well, there are Chairman, plenty of, it's one minute and 18 seconds over time. There, there are, sir, there are plenty of times where there are things that we lawfully can do, but that we decide is better that we not do. And yeah, I think that's what the happened. The idea there. that Mr. Massey said earlier, that, I, that this is lawful. That's fucking crazy to me. It, that they dragnetted the entire fucking D.C. You know, metro. You, the first thing is they already have our credit cards, phone numbers. It's just yeah, it's all like soft disclosure shit. It's it's public, so like people who aren't aware will be like, "Oh my god, this really happens, nigga!" Since you're born, they they know who you are. Well, some people don't believe that they have this shit. They got to see it come out of their mouths. They 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 know where I live. Come come, motherfucker. Yeah. (laughs) They can so, drop a fucking drone on me. They can, drone is like uh, now their new shit is Shadow Man. Like Twitter censorship is 10.0 now. Censorship is way up. It's worse Twitter than before because they're now shadow banning you. Because I know your tweets is like one people come, <laughs> one view, four views, five views, six views. Before they're oh, like, yeah. fuck, you, fuck you. Now they're not even like, fuck you. They're like, Ah, nobody can see you. What's the point? It, it's it's better to shoot someone in the head than saying, but then no one knowing you. Like, what's the point? Yeah, I had a clip to show that how these guys explain. Here, watch this. This is with the the AI. But actually, there's this race, right? What we call the race to the bottom of the brainstem for attention. And that that is kind of this engagement monster where all of these things are competing to get your attention, which is why it's not about getting Snapchat or Facebook to do one good thing in the world. It's about how do we change this engagement monster? And this logic of maximizing engagement actually rewrote the rules of every aspect of our society, right? Because think about elections. You can't win an election if you're not on social media. Think about reaching customers of your business. You can't actually reach your customers if you're not on social media, if you don't exist and have an Instagram account. Think about media and journalism. Can you be a popular journalist if you're not on social media? So this logic of maximized engagement ended up rewriting the rules of our society. Yeah, now you got to pay for it. Amazing. And then Amazing. it turns out when the Lord Elon's handing out the bucks to everybody and these other accounts are like, where's my fucking money? And then they come to find out if you've Ryan ever Christian, been banned. Like Ryan Christian was like, where's my money? Nigga, you on Twitter. Who's that guy? That's T-Lab, isn't it? 
is it right the dude who says he didn't buy a fucking check that they he's stuck yep, in some yep 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 but dude i went i went after the whole blue check mark thing and then he comes at me like i already explained it blah 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 i didn't get a blue check mark it just gave it to me and my Nobody beef was the blue check mark you have dude, to pay Even Dr. my Shiva beef for the blue check mark my beef was like you signed up for it whether they gave it to you or not and that's deep look look, look. and then it comes uh, to find out he did sign up for it he did he did he, he, did. he paid he's the waiting money. yeah he's fucking waiting for it like that's, that's a friend steve is waking up now finally i dm steam like bobby kennedy is bullshit but like when he was on Union of the Unwanted, he was like, oh, the Democrats don't want Bobby to win. It's fucking drama. Come on, bro. Like, I'm fucking yeah. tired. <laughs> when he was on uh, Russell Brand, and was it Russell Brand? Russell and right Brand, away, Hollywood. he's talking about his wife being on my... Uh, yo, 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 yo. It's Russell Brand Hollywood. That's a yeah, Russell tattoo. Brand. He's got 33 tattooed on his arm. Amazing. See? Uh, who else? Uh, Bill Maher. Make it a drop. Amazing. Bill Maher. I got a clip with Ice Cube and Bill Maher. You don't see many people mention the police being a fraternity, you know, because, you know, when it comes to yeah, the you police shit. Freemason promoting a Kennedy. I mean, uh, 13 Ill Illuminati families. I mean, come on. Like, aren't they the 13th Illuminati? <laughs> yeah. The Amazing. <laughs> Amazing, yeah. The amazing, the the fucking uh, it is. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's all a fucking theater. I I yeah, say like, nothing's real. Glenn Anything's Greenwald, possible. Uh, Glenn Greenwald as well. I want to expose this motherfucker too. When uh, Shiva had his case, Doctor Shiva, he forwarded his email to Max Blumenthal and. Um, um, Glenn Greenwald, and they didn't show anything. What type of fucking journalists they are? Uh, Max yeah. Blumenthal is the son of what's his father's name? He's in the White House, fucking Democrat, like uh, Clinton's buddy. Uh, I don't know what this fucking first name is. Even Fuentes, Nick Fuentes, exposed him like. You all of a sudden wrote an article saying I'm this, 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 but why? Why all of a sudden? And you're taking their money. I'm like, yeah, I can see that. I mean, who can we trust, really? Like, the game is deep. You don't fucking trust anybody. You don't trust anybody. Like, DMX says, keep your enemies closer. Like, yeah. all of them are your enemies, basically. RIP DMX. Uh, yeah, I mean, like the RFK. R, I keep seeing RFK talk about the uh, Israel. Plus, plus one thing, one thing. Twitter what? is like helping him. I won't be shocked if he will be the Democratic uh, nominee. RFK. I'm seriously. I won't be shocked if they make him the like nom nominee. Like, dude, how could they not? If Biden can't talk, right? And I won't be shocked. How Look, could Biden dead? Joe Biden died three years ago. It's oh like, yeah, he's fucking dead. He, it's he's dead. Uh, like he's like a fucking dude in a meat. Camelto, Camelto, Camelto doesn't have a fucking mind. News comes. Yeah, news comes. Like, 
Nobody gives a fuck about Newscom. So RFK will be the new so-called anti-establishment. But after after like the election is over, people will treat him like they did with Bernie in 2016. Mm-hmm. It's the same yeah. fucking shit. It's the same fucking book. 20 years ago, anti-establishment was the uh, Democrats. 20 years later, it's the Republicans. Yeah, I don't even see it making it to this that whole ritual. I mean, the thing is, another thing that is like um, another scam that's happening is uh, they're saying everyone should become a carnivore now. Let's go there if you want to. Wait, what? Everybody should become a carnivore? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, so, I thought it was. Oh, because now they don't have to label the meat. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, so no, 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 no. So it's a moment which has been going on, especially from the right hand side for the two years. Yeah, meat is important. We're like me. I'm not saying like cancel meat. Like the obvious establishment, of course, is saying, oh, meat is bad. All this type of shit. Eat worms and stuff. Bullshit. We know that's bullshit, but we have to expose the not so obvious establishment saying, "Oh, um, all meat is good. You shouldn't eat fruits, nigger. How how will you shit?" Yeah. So Without everywhere, meat. like people, uh, like it depends on geography where you live. For example, some people live in places where there are few animals and more greens and plus we have to teach people what type of greens do you eat what type of meat do you eat like we promote pork now i understand like pork is the worst meat because they eat worms yeah a fucking pig will eat anything yeah that's the thing you should only eat like grass and they did a whole campaign pork the other white meat yeah, and then just a couple years ago, they said, you know how the you know with pork, it's supposed to be cooked all the way through, you know, because no the worms, the disease, and now they're saying you can ha- you can eat pink pork. No, 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 pork. There are like few meats that you can actually eat. For example, you can eat. Uh, no, I know that, but I'm just lamb. saying, like pork. Yeah, that's the industry thing. is saying. You know, now now it turns out that you can eat medium rare fucking pork where it's slightly pink in the center no you should never eat pork that's what i'm saying i mean they ran a whole campaign you know pork the other white as well because chicken eats worms as well some chickens do eat worms so you have to uh, be focused even on chicken what type of chicken do you want to eat because people get full of worms yep so see one is saying just eat worms that's what the ivermectin's for huh so, so the other, even ivermectin is not like the best medicine. The best medicines are like those Indian uh, medicines or natural herbs. No one talks about it because ivermectin uh, like fucks your stomach up later on because it's fucked up one of my friends' stomach, basically. Yeah, I could see that. I, I, I don't know. I've never taken it, so I don't know. <laughs> I just know some parasites and I figure worms are parasites. So what happened? My friend took ivermectin when he had COVID. So COVID went away, but he started getting like irregular bowels basically. So he started shitting every day. And not every day, like every like one, two hours because of ivermectin. Hmm. So you see, there's two ways that not 
obvious establishment and the not so obvious establishment. So there is another left and right. Brandy in the tra- chat says chickens love bugs, worms, grubs, snakes. Chickens that's, are little T-Rexes, if you believe in that shit. Yeah, you shouldn't eat chicken too. You shouldn't eat chicken too. People didn't eat chicken back in the day like 300 years ago, 400 years ago. ago. They didn't eat chicken? No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Hmm. I don't know. That's echo. That's echo. There's an echo? Oh, stream yard uh yeah so i mean doesn't everything I talk about the uh dimple stuff as well he had some spanish homosexual on like child predator wait what yeah i am wait it looks like steve's in the chat you should hop in. Yes, some some homosexual he had some uh, like child predator like he was like okay our children is <laughs> who had that on tim pool it was like this yeah tim pool had that fucking uh uh tim Ballard. Uh, owen benjamin did a video recently on that guy this guy sickening so what, what i want to ask and i actually do think it would be show uh, tim pool. Uh, yeah i was gonna get into the sound of freedom thing in the whole tim pool yeah. interview yeah i was gonna get into it i wanted to show this real quick you know you were yeah, talking about they have all our credit card information and shit, yeah. you know, because I was showing how they dragnetted now. Because some people, they got to see it. They got to see it come out of the fucking whore's mouth, basically. Yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah. that's what I was showing. But uh, this Homeland Security thing that was on TikTok, this is, uh, it just like shows them exactly what they just got scammed. Literally so sad. So you did get scammed, and I can prove it. This is my master's degree in Homeland Security. Let's see how I took care of it. So first off, I email the scammer and pretend to be the perfect potential victim. I love dogs. I'm so excited to get Milo. And so they send me pictures of Milo and all this other information that they want from me. Then they say they want payment, so I send them a link to a fake cash app. Ooh, bad link. But it tells me a lot about them. First off, what platform they're using, which is very helpful, their IP address, and then also the fact that they're in Cameroon. So unless you were expecting your dog to come from Dwala, Cameroon, it's not happening. However, I wake up every morning wanting puppies and vengeance. And thanks to this person, I'm all out of puppies. So let's do it. First off, everything after this is purely hypothetical for legal reasons. Second off, the reason why I use an IP grabber is because it's a really quick way to get all the information I need to figure out which tool I'm using next. Let's go with SET, or the Social Engineering Toolkit. Now I'm sending them a Google Drive link so they can have the QR code for my Venmo. You know, my wife wouldn't let me pay on Cash App. That wife I don't have. So they open up that link to Google and it lets them sign in. Spoiler alert, this is not Google. That's a nice email address and password you got there. Be a shame if somebody else had it. So now that account is being monitored and any incoming questions about Milo are being immediately deleted so that nobody else gets scanned. But if you want to, you can report this email address to Google. It's better that they take it down than I take it down, hypothetically, of course, because then they know and can check which type of accounts are linked to that. So yeah, don't mess with people and don't mess with puppies. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Amazing. I'm going to use that as a drop but right now that's fucking retarded that, uh, amazing not this one. <clears throat> they fucking do that you know yeah i mean to. i mean like like the thing is about tiktok is one thing like tiktok will show you like flat earth like all the non uh like not so obvious establishment but they censor dr she was the only guy who censored on tiktok that's weird like shadow band I can't, everything I post on TikTok, they mute it. You do. <laughs> I follow you on TikTok. I had that. Like, I didn't never use TikTok, right? 
and I would go on TikTok or I would down I would download TikTok when I started using it and then I'd put a video on and then I would uh uninstall TikTok. <clears throat> but I put on this one video I did of when Ann Hesh was murdered. Oh yeah. And it blew up on there and then like a couple videos, you know, got plays and then it was anything Every- i really post fucking is muted i got when i came out as a uh the uh, a, a lesbian black man on tiktok they they fucking muted it so i said something on twitter like who the, fuck are, who the fuck are you to tell me it's a weird fucking thing because like they promote like Jesse Lee Peterson saying bunch of fat black lesbians where Jesse Lee Peterson says about Black Lives Matter. TikTok promotes that shit. Look, look, look. BLM is a scam. They're run by a bunch of fat black lesbians. They promote that shit. They promote other shit. Everyone and their mama is like promoted on TikTok except few. Except two. Damn, you just got fucking matrixed. Hamza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Did you just, did you just drive through a tunnel? No. You got you got matrixed or something. Yeah. So everyone and their mama is not censored on TikTok except few people. Yeah, I know. I know. Like it's I and I don't really use TikTok. Like I said, I'll put a video on, then I'll uninstall the fucking thing. And uh when I go on there, it turns out my shit was muted anyways you know what's the muted. best you know what the best thing is actually like 30 years ago people used to say like online is the future but i think offline is the future what about a bumper sticker what about like a poster somewhere like thousands of yeah. people view it for example if you have flyers, a sticker, flyers. if you have now you can take it a step further because they have qr codes like I would have lighters that I passed out that would have rained out Rancast with a QR code on it. Yeah. The thing is, for example, if you have a bumper sticker and you'll say RFK is a fraud, just like on other people, okay. thousands of people will see it if you have a bumper sticker on your car oh. saying RFK is a fraud. Like millions of people will see it if you drive through. Depends what circle with the lighter. Thousands, you know. There's like ten thousand lights in this, I think. So that's the thing you have to do. Even people like like Alex Jones is like now like sucking RFK's dick. Like, is there anyone who's talking bad Ooh. about? We got Steve popping in. What's up, man? What up? How's it going? It's going. It's a Sunday night uh, rant a thon. Rant a it's not a ranathon. It's my regular show. Two hours. <clears throat> Get on here. What I up, Hamza? What up, Steve? Talking out your ass, and nobody <laughs> ate chicken till three hundred years ago. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck it. Steve just now came out around on Robert F. Kennedy Jr. You fucking silly fuck, dude. Who's sitting there trying to break Pasta's heart about that three months ago? You sorry bastard. You out here trying to get fucking cred or some shit. You silly fuck. What the hell? Like, I don't check up on you. Like, I don't check up on any of this shit. I'm everywhere, Hamza Mir, motherfucker. I am everywhere, doggy. Amazing. I'm being everywhere. (laughs) How's it going, fella? It's good to hear your voice. How you doing, Hamza? 
I'm uh, fucked up right now. There's shit going on. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Them hoes out there in the street got you crazy, dog? Is that what's going on? Nah, it's gym shit. Like, too much training and stuff. Too much sparring, so. Okay, okay. That'll oh, shit. It. That'll do Did it. you say too much training and partying? It's like, sparring, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm out here being a warrior and. It's, it's taking its toll a little bit, but it's worth it. Uh, we like my my gym is struggling because we need to recruit more like people. So yeah, we need no. to recruit more people to talk shit about Bobby. No, Do you have really? an exchange right? program with the Dagestanis yet? No, we don't. You got to get on that, man. You got to get a couple of Dagestanis in there, and the next thing you know. People are coming. We have a Russian guy. We have Russians, like two Russians, basically. So, Dagestanis are like, we don't have enough money in the gym. So, right, right. They're yeah. like, yo, dude, what we need, look? we need, we need champions in the future. So, basically, we have, uh, like, we have mostly like homegrown talent here. So, it's a new gym. So, it'll take time. Yeah. 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 That's how Sweet. shit is. Whoa. Then, <clears throat> anyways, did you guys see uh, Trump and his beautiful Hillary? <laughs> I don't no. even know where to segue with had this whole thing lined up. Isn't it great that that's a legitimate front runner for a political party for president for the United States? <laughs> like that's just how fucking silly it is. Like again, again for the second, third <laughs> time now. Steve, 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 if you have a guy who sounds like, uh, who sounds, uh, who has a vibrator in his throat, then anyone can win. Listen, Hamza, I've <laughs> got to tell you, <laughs> my voice gets better the longer I speak. It's the opposite. <laughs> you would think it would go out, but the more I say stuff, the better it gets. That is just phenomenal. It warms I, my heart. You know, it really you know, does. Shit, I, I think RFK is like acting all. Oh, yeah, yeah. no oh man, I don't know how you could like, do that. No oh. motherfucker sounds like. I had to do no that. No motherfucker sounds like this. Three and a half hours. Maybe that's why it does get better. You know, because he is faking. It's He's learned fake. how to turn but it like, up. Look, look how it's fake. If he does this, people will think he's a victim. It's his like Kaiser Soze walk. Well, you, you know how uh, they say it might have been a vaccine. It's not a fucking vaccine. I know, no, but like I never heard him actually story say story. that until the uh, uh, Weinstein uh, episode dropped that he held. Brett, what is his name? Brent, Brett Weinstein. Brett Weinstein, yeah. Yeah, he held that episode, and then you listen to the episode. It's like, nah, you're a coward. Like you could have put it on all so many different platforms. Like you're kind of a bitch about it, you know. Booby Booby recently changed his position on Ukraine. Now he's like, now I feel bad for the Ukrainians, but they're doing a bad job. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody's saying that. I mean, everybody's saying. I we mean, had this, this morning we were talking about it. Fraud. 
Well, okay, so if you go back to RFK Jr. announcing for president, there was a T-Lab Tuesday right after that where me and Ryan are basically just like shitting on the whole thing. Because why wouldn't you? But uh, the more this dude talks, the more it's like, how is anybody besides, you know, Sheldon Adelson's wife taking him seriously? Like, what the fuck, dude? Did you see? Did you see the thing that that fucking race pimp Rabbi Shmuley came out with? It's like a whole half an hour conversation with Bobby about how to best, how to best like get your your full mouth around Israel's shaft with your tongue still out enough to be able to like tongue tickle the balls. Yeah, they all love Israel. Yeah. Didn't the net and you who guy? He got rushed to the hospital. Was that Bibby, real? Bibby in dire straits. Yeah. Well, we he's really also he, the hospital. Do we really know? He, oh, there's there's more rumors that the ethics violations that had him duck out of sight a couple of years ago are about to come back with a whole bunch more because Bibby made a ton of money during the pandemic. And there was right Yeah, he said it. I wish I had that clip ready of him saying we basically had a contract with uh, Pfizer. Yeah, yeah. That Israel was basically the uh, testing grounds for Pfizer. I mean, Israel did uh, Pfizer PRTs back in the day. So yeah, so they're yeah, so. It's 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 not a new thing. They were already a Pfizer homeland, basically. It's just public now. Yeah. These are all these soft disclosures, I guess. I like that better than revelations of the method, you know. Soft disclosures. So it seems what's going on. It it is. I was trying to explain this in terms of RFK's campaign, and this again this is some shit that we've talked about for a long time, where he's coming out and he's giving some air of credibility to all of the conspiracy theories for the last sixty years, and zero people are going to be held accountable for it. And yep. the phone call is coming from inside the house. And it's like that Chappelle bit where he went on Saturday Night Live. I sent you the uh, the Netanyahu clip where he says we became a lab for Pfizer. It's in the, the StreamYard private chat. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, yeah. This yeah, this is the link. Yeah, uh, but uh, Chappelle comes out and he goes, people like Trump because Donald Trump walked out on the stage and he said uh absolutely we buy elections this is some rigged shit how dare you say it's rigged how do you know it's rigged because i personally benefited from it because i came up on it god i was i have that clip i wish i had that one up because it's not like word for word but yeah 
I mean, he fucking says, I mean, I, I, I use them. You ain't going to fucking close them because your friends use them. Y'all yep. use them. Yeah. Like, what do you do about it? You ain't going to do shit. And so Chappelle's like, and that's why people loved him because, you know, he walked out of the house and he said, y'all aren't going to believe what's going on in the house. And then he turned around and he walked right back in the fucking house. My thing is like, it's not allowed to say like shit, but like, how can we teach people like these people are the establishment too? Um, Man, this might be the clip right here. Because my thing is like everything perfect, perfect. We know this, we know this, we knew that. But how can we ex- escape them? Like it's hard to escape. So it's like- not, it's not about that, man. You can't, dude. You just say what you have to do is lead a different life and fucking have an example of a life lived that isn't directly involved in placing your tongue up these guys' assholes. Here's the Yahoo. Allah, I mean, this is just a. Uh earlier this year right uh yeah for jordan peterson yeah can you hear this no god damn you stream yard see if i fucking share this with the sound i bet it's gonna fucking echo i can i can share it too if Let me you want to fucking echo on me um we came out of COVID first. I described that in my book, my conversations with Albert Bourla, and I persuaded him to give tiny Israel uh, the, the necessary vaccines to get us out first from the COVID. Tiny Israel. Tiny Israel. Is because we have a database, 98%, a medical database, 98% of our population has digitized medical records and little card. And anywhere you go in any hospital in Israel, north, south, doesn't make any difference. Boom, you punch it in, and you know everything about this patient for the last 20 years. I said, we'll use that. I go to a hospital. To tell you whether these vaccines, what do they do to people, not individual people, not with their individual identities, but statistically, what does it do to people with, uh, uh, you know, with uh, meningitis? What does it do to people with high blood pressure? What is it, you know, you want to know that. So Israel became, if you will, the, the lab for Pfizer and that's how we did it. We got it out and we gave the information to the world, not only been published in medical magazines and so on. Um, that's a database we have. I intend to bring on that base database of medical, personal medical records for entire population, a genetic database, genomes. Okay. Give me a saliva sample volunteer, but I'm sure most people would do it. Maybe <laughs> we'll pay them. Now we have. Uh, genetic record on a medical record we'll scare them. of a robust population. It's got, you have to have diversified populations. We have people from a hundred lands. This is a very powerful engine. Now, now let, uh, pharma companies, let medical companies, let them run algorithms on this database. Okay. I'm telling you right away that I'll give preference for a few years to Israeli firms, but you can create, and then to the world, but you can create, uh, you know, a biotechnological industry that is un- unheard of right now, unheard of, unimagined even. Uh, and, and these are just the examples. So we can become a lot, stave off Iran, become a light onto the nations in uh, groundbreaking. Wait, that was a Peterson uh, interview, wasn't it? Yeah, Billy Wire. But the thing is, like, all they already know, like, our bodies, like, because, like, when you're born in the hospital, the first place, they take your DNA and everything. 
Yeah, and if they didn't get that DNA, that's what the whole COVID shoved the thing up your fucking face was. And before COVID, uh, like kids get their polio shot. Uh, uh, I, I know that, but I'm saying if they hadn't got it, this was a mass like, and they didn't even have to like force it, you know? They're just like boo, especially and fucking with runs. You know, they're like, oh, you can't come to work. You know, if you don't shove this thing down your fucking face. People are like, uh, I guess I got to do it, you know. Steve, how- just my whole God. family, we didn't get one fucking Q-tip shoved in our face, in anybody's face. We didn't get one test of anything or vaccine. I know as a fact, I don't know about like Boulder Creek because I went there like last year. It was bad, but like I don't know. During the scandemic, how Boulder Creek was basically. Steve knows because bad, bad what? Just bad in terms of what? Uh, like everything, like people wearing the diaper. Um, oh um, yeah, it, no, you gotta understand, man. It, uh, Fifteen years ago, Silicon Valley moved in, and yeah, all of these fucking just you know like tech-fed flatlander shit libs started creeping in to all of the uh all of the spots up in the woods because it was still cheap to move there at that point it it went from i mean i don't know pretty much like like even the hippies had guns about it now the hippies are liberals amazing yeah yeah, it just sort of went polar opposite in the last, like, 10 years. It was really wild to watch. I don't know what it's like there now. It's been, uh, om- you know, almost three years. But you're still in Boulder Creek, looks like. No, 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 no. I'm in Sonoma County now. Uh, oh, you I'm, I'm about three and a half, four hours north on the other side uh, of the bay now oh you're in the south wow no no oh sorry, I'm sorry. northern california yeah, okay I'm, you're in north cali okay okay yeah mendocino is right above me and then humboldt is right above that uh and i'm but i'm the bohemian grove is the next town over yeah you're nearby I'm seven miles from the pacific ocean Let's sneak right so, up in so pedals and or nearby Alex Smith. Alex Jones. It. Alex Jones. <laughs> I said Alex Smith. I don't know why I got Alex Where Smith. do you live? Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with the Swedish film crew. And what we're going to do is we're going to pretend like Dude, we're... We got to talk inside. Sounds of Freedom. You you just reminded me the Sounds of Freedom awesome. shit because, like... the Look, now, if the CIA wants to get involved in solving human trafficking, who are we to get in the way of the CIA... And they're going to place a bunch of people they, inside they, of the film. Alex, or... Alex, Alex, you've got to know. The CIA, <laughs> the CIA is really trying to help. I know they killed my whole family. Alex. Well, that's not necessarily true. They're about to die. Re- oh, Alex. Yeah, no, 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 no. Do we really I've know? Like, I was there, Alex. For real, for real, for real. Do we oh, really I was know? there. I or is it like uh, edited? the wall. CGI. Which part? Do you really know what? they killed his family? 
I think all of it's CGI, honestly. I mean, I have the, I have the <laughs> NBA really clip now out. just loaded here, plus, so plus I can just play it. Because the footage was released 10 years later when his uncle died. Yeah. It was released like 10 years later, so. Yeah. It was five years hey. later. Like moon five footage years, shit. Whatever. Why, why five, five years later? Five years later. And here we are how many years later, and you got two people going, I'll release all the records. You said that last time. I mean, you know, like, fuck. look, his uncle is alive. His father was uh, um, maybe his father is dead. I don't know. Like, hold on. Yeah, his uncle. You're saying JFK is alive? Could be. I don't know about that shit. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure he had like some HPV sure. or something. You know, he probably had like fucking. Oh, dude, John Kennedy had fucking 1950s Hollywood AIDS. Yeah, like the, he, he, Jesus, dude, he had that fucking Marilyn Monroe grade syphilis. Yeah, he had a yeah. rash. Yeah, I think that's documented. Feel their body or something, but yeah, the uh, man, I had so much shit here. I had to uh, talk about AI <clears throat> that Noah, what's his fucking Noah Harari? Noah Harari, Allah Al Yahud. That guy. Uh, yeah, his whole thing on uh, AI. If you all know, who's that? Allah Al Yehud, our Zionist, Israeli Zionist. Okay, I don't know if Yehudi means like. I have to write that down. Jews. I'm not gonna remember. Arabic. So I say Allah Al Yehud, so like Zionist, because they freak out when someone says Yehudi. Okay, I'll, I'll remember when you say something, something, I'll hood. Allah, I'll hood. Anyways, this fucking guy says AI is the He's new... Just fucking with you, Chris. If you say that out loud, the I... FBI will kick in your door within 15 fucking minutes. Don't, don't repeat that. That's bait. Well, it Don't is... fall for it. We're on to you, Hamza. We're on to you. Anyways, the Noah Harari guy called the... Uh, AI, the new WMD, the new yeah. weapon of mass destruction, which is, I mean, this is from a month ago, but I mean, with the Oppenheimer, which is coincidentally, they released, they waited to go on strike until Oppenheimer was released. And then they, you know, this is supposed to go to every IMAX an 11 mile reel. They're talking about saving the earth, right? And they couldn't send a fucking DVD. No, I thought movies came on DVDs now. Like, no, you, you got to stream them. You don't make people get in their gas guzzling, fossil fuel burning cars. Now you have to because it's an 11 mile long film with zero CGI. You have to go see it. Like Sound of Freedom. You got to go see Sound of Freedom. Anyways, this is Noah. Let's see, hear what Noah has to say real quick about AI. To make sure that the new AI tools are used for good and not for ill we first need to appreciate their true capabilities and we need to regulate them very, very carefully. Since 1945, we knew that nuclear technology could destroy, physically destroy, human civilization as well as benefiting us by producing cheap and plentiful energy. We therefore reshaped the entire international order to protect ourselves and to make sure that nuclear technology is used primarily for good. 
we now have to grapple with a new weapon of mass destruction that can annihilate our mental and social world. And one big difference between nukes and AI, nukes cannot produce more powerful nukes. AI can produce more powerful AI. So we need to act quickly before AI gets out of our control. Um, it's weird because he goes on more to say like AI can't fucking kill you or nothing, so it's not a big deal. Like, he's like, there's no physical threat from AI, guys. It's not a big deal. It can't really like terminate, you know, they're not going to come out like machines and murder you, right? And then he goes on to say, you know, it's the it's the next weapon of uh, mass destruction. So what we would like is for you to be off guard. Listen, Noah. It can be a part of the CIA and they did kill my father, but we would like for you anti-vaccine. To be looking the other direction I'm with the a artificial intelligence. I actually got vaccines. In fact, my voice is kind of fucked from it. <laughs> <laughs> he still says he loves vaccines, too. Yeah, I mean, it's a crazy fence to, like, ride on. You get, you're going to get rode up on there. Someone's going to come around and clack, clack. Talking about whatever, like I wrote it down. What did he say? Something. Dude, Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this guy literally tells you, you know, that it's the next WMD, and then says, you know, don't worry though, it's not a physical threat. It's not like, you know, AI, you know, nuclear weapons can't make new nuclear weapons, but AI can make better AI and better nuclear weapons, right? Is that what? I mean, yeah, yeah, that's what basically he said. Just like well, Bill Gates about the vaccine, like the but vaccine. Don't worry, they can't physically fucking kill you. Yeah. But Bill Gates has also said that AI is basically the next WMD. So is Bezos and Elon Musk and all of these people who yeah. are all on the boards of all of these AI companies. I want to play uh, this clip of him talking about the no physical threat because he speak. He's talking about how it's learned language and the the uh, importance of language itself i think Previously, that's people have mostly feared the physical threat that intelligent machines pose so the terminator depicted robots running in the streets and shooting people the matrix assumed that to gain total control of human society ai would first need to get physical control of our brains and directly connect our brains to the computer network. But this is wrong. Simply by gaining mastery of human language, AI has all it needs in order to cocoon us in a matrix-like world of illusions. Contrary to what some conspiracy theories assume, you don't really need to implant chips in people's brains in order to control them or to manipulate them. For thousands of years, prophets and poets and politicians have used language and storytelling in order to manipulate and to control people and to reshape society. Now AI 
is likely to be able to do it. And once it can do that, it doesn't need to send killer robots to shoot us. It can get humans to pull the trigger if it really needs to. When you hear him like say these type of things, isn't it obvious that don't trust AI and people still do? Yeah. Yes. Well, Camilla Deville, Deville had this to say after she's seen Noah's uh, presentation. The first part of this issue that should be articulated is AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's, first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. But ultimately what it is, is it's about machine learning. And so the machine is taught. And part of the issue here is what information is going into the machine that will then determine, and, and we can predict then, if we think about what, machine, what information is going in, what then will be produced in terms of decisions and opinions um, that may be made through that process. And I think the first part of this issue that should be articulated is AI. Lord, sweet baby Jesus. Now, I know, I know, I know that we'll be playing that tomorrow morning. I know that. I know that. And I, I don't want to beat a dead horse. I didn't play it on Saloon Tuesday today specifically because I had a feeling it was going to come up more than once over the next several days. I, I just, how much contempt do these people have for all of us that they would even dare be like this dizzy bitch is by the marketing one heartbeat away from the press being the most powerful person uh, on the planet yes it's mm-hmm like I'm like, just I, how do you not get so fucking insulted if you buy into any of the marketing as a patriot of any stripe, liberal, conservative, anything in between? How do you just not be like these people fucking hate us? Oh my god, they oh, hate dude. us. Everybody should be fucking furious. Oh, but but we have Bobby. But we have Bobby. Bobby's gonna Bobby. Save us. It's funny because Bobby Hunter Biden, I don't know if you know this, but that's Hunter's real name is Bobby. Bobby I was I always call him Bobby Honey Hunter Biden, you know. No, I call Bobby Bobby Kennedy. That's no, I know you him. call Bobby Bobby Kennedy. You call RFK Bobby Kennedy. I hear uh, uh, do you remember that show Bobby's World? Yes. I hear Bobby. Bobby's mom. Bobby like every Bobby. time. What's going on? Bobby. <laughs> oh, Bobby. It's funny looking back on Bobby's world, you know, because the crazy thought, you know, they would say something and he would have these crazy and, you know, what he thought, whatever they're saying. It's crazy. Ben Swan just posted a thing a couple hours ago saying, you've got to go see Sound of Freedom. I believe oh this God. is the most important movie of our time. Dude, and hang on. It's only happened no, twice make, in my life. Sure that- did he? If he's gesturing to the camera, he's got to make sure that he's got his matching hand makeup. Look at my comment on like Instagram where he typed uh, "Sound of Freedom." So okay, 
Hums I got all you do is talk shit. Hums is like the Skip Bayless of fucking. You have to talk shit. Room. I don't give a fuck anymore. A I don't give a fuck anymore about these motherfuckers. We need to get Hamza his own jersey. Hamza needs his own jersey, and for the name across the back, it just needs to say "hater." Yeah, I want to hate these motherfuckers. Right? I hate oh, these motherfuckers. Right? Fucking, dude, nice. just get him one of those fucking uh, uh, Roadrunner and Coyote signs, like when the Coyote's about to plummet or <laughs> something like that. It's just gonna be him with a frowny face, and it'll say like, "That's not halal." Or something like that. Oh, I don't have be... that sound loaded. The falling sound. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't have that sound. Anyways, uh, yeah. So the sound of freedom thing, right? Okay. <laughs> I, I made Hamza. a clip really, yesterday. Hans is my dog, man. Hans is my boy. I, I made. I made a clip what, yesterday or the day before, and Owen Benjamin retweeted it. The clip is deceptive. Right. But I, the second comment had the rest of the clip. What got me with this guy is the way he like presents himself, his body language, his fucking mannerisms. His, he's very excited uh, to talk about the horrors he has seen. It's, uh, uh, you know. So, anyways, I want to play the first part of this. And then is it uh, the Spanish guy, not even the Spanish guy. Which I thought was his lookalike, was his Mexican lookalike at first. No, the Spanish guy was like correct? super creepy. The way he saw it was like super creepy. If you have, I don't know. Let me play this like, part and see where up. the other agent says, "I don't think I can do this." I'm thinking to myself, "How is a job like this possible?" Because spoilers, I, I know I warned you. In the film, I don't know how true to life the the direct lines are, or whatever. But uh, your character. You know, uh, you, you, you go to this pedophile and you say that in watching these films, you can't help but be attracted to yeah. it. And I'm I'm watching this thinking like the the I, I don't see that as being a, a physical, poss mental possibility for me. I imagine that if 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 I was in a circumstance, I'd quit on the spot. The moment anyone tried to bring anything up, I'd punch the monitor and I got to be completely. Chris, Dude, he Chris, went Chris, very Chris, crazy. Chris, 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 play the video again. When he says, like, those people, and look at the guy's face, his, like, his facial expression. Can you play the video again? That's what I'm saying. Uh, that was, I can I took that part where he licks his lips, and I, I put, I repeated it a couple times because it's just like his it was, eyes, even his eyes, the way he looks. Very at excited. Him, so, like, this it Tim Pool's talk, he just glazed right over the that whole thing and then he talks for like three minutes or something. But Tim Ballard then goes on to explain what the because people keep this tweet has went 130,000 big, like it's fucking crazy. So it's constantly people are tweeting on it and fucking like commenting on it and shit. They're calling me a fucking pedo. They're oh you. I'm gonna go ahead and gloss over the part where the guy across the table from me just went ahead and licked his lips at the fact that I just said he was attracted to these. Me 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 me. Now and they go oh you know you're bashing the movie and it's like I haven't said anything about the movie. If you would have looked in the comments, you would have seen the rest of the clip. I'm limited to only two minutes. Yeah, I. I put in, I showed him licking his lips. The body language to me, I just feel like this is all bullshit. And you see Tim Pool over and over. They're fawning over him. 
and they keep saying like, I thought this was just great writing, but then I find out it's real. You know, we're hoping to inspire all these other people, you know? So this is the second part of that. It'll give us a little fucking break. Sickening. So what, what I want to ask, and I actually do think it would be, uh, I'd like to bring Ian into this one. Uh, I, I don't even know how to ask it, but you mentioned that before you rescued this kid, you have to watch these videos. Yeah. How could you possibly? So, so I'll tell you, I, I have a million holes burned in my brain. That's how I describe it. And yes, that one of the hardest scenes for me to watch is in fact the scene where you where you know you, Jim's crying. It's I can't tell you how real that is. I don't know, a couple thousand hours maybe over ten years, having to watch these videos. And these aren't you know I remember talking to my a friend once and they're like, oh come on, I mean how do you tell the difference between a seventeen year old and an eighteen year old? I'm like, you think that's what child porn is? Child exploitation material we call it, bro. We're talking seven six. Five. We don't have time to get into like adolescent minors. Like it is, there's been a five thousand percent increase in those kind of sex videos in the last just decade, and it's and it's only going up. Uh, and and so that burns a hole in your brain. And then the other thing that burns a hole in your brain is undercover work, and that is true. The story is true. The Oshensky character, very real case. I provided Alejandro with a one hour and twenty minute interview where I'm talking to this guy, Special Agent Tim Ballard, talking to Oshensky, and he won't break. And he is a pedophile, like extraordinary. He's got two million pieces of child exploitation material, videos, everything, categorized, cataloged, just like you see in the film. And he won't break. He won't tell me that he, where he was hiding it. He was hiding it in his house, in the floorboards. We ended up finding it. How I broke him, I kicked the agent out. I said, hey, give me, let me try this. This is crazy, crazy idea. I'm wired up. And I start going into what his literature is. I read his books, his stuff online. Every man is a pedophile. But the puritanical society has crushed the human spirit of sexuality and blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, okay, let's, let's test it. And I went in. I went in and tried to convince him that I am, you know, I, it's, easy when I'm, it's easier when I'm Brian Black. That's one of the undercover names I once used. Or, you know, you get to be a different person. This was me being undercover as me. Tim Ballard, special agent, closet pedophile. And how can I help myself? Because I have the largest collection of child exploitation material on the planet in, in the evidence vault. He fell for it. He fell for it. And I, and I sent the, I showed Alejandro, I said, well, listen to this. He called me freaking out. He was shaking. He was like, bro, I can't believe this, how sick this guy is and how dark you had to get. And he's like, I got to figure out how to take an hour and 20 minute interview and reduce it to like two minutes. And you see how he does it in the movie. He does a pretty good job with the cigarette. I won't say more, but... That's a very real thing. That burned another million holes in my brain. I wanted. To, I I walked out of that, and I it shows Jim splashing water. I walked around the side of the house, and I vomited mm. outside, right by the tire of my car. I remember I vomited. And uh, you meant there's, there's a line that Jim Caviezel says you mentioned was was ad libbed. Yes, it's so it's so good. I, I that scene was absolutely incredible. Yeah, when you, people are cheering for the for the good guys in that, I'm I'm. But uh, Ian, the reason I wanted to. Uh, bring you into this is Ian used to moderate for a social media website. I don't know the degree to the awful things you, you saw in doing moderation. Didn't even not. Yeah. The Facebook and them been what sued over that shit where they were making people go through that. I mean, it was what <clears throat> three plus years ago when I would do Facebook lives. And I did this one where I was exposing these fucking pedal groups on Facebook and dude, I feel like, two hours or something of a live stream they popped up my fucking itunes account one frame it was only one frame on the screen 
<laughs> so like everything got all every, down to my credit card fucking number posted on the screen but yeah they've been uh doing that uh for a while this uh now the spanish guy yeah. uh the spanish guy yeah that's what i was gonna play next was yeah. that how they hope to inspire more people like he's talking about going undercover and seeing the most horrendous shit and in that clip we just seen you know he was like he constantly has to reiterate that this is true that this was very real that this was true this is a true story this is a real story but then like at the beginning he's talking about the movie's like a true story but then more and more of these yeah. scenes yeah. that tim pool's like oh it was so amazing well i have to tell you it was kind of fabricated this part and this part you know it's but the way he started, he sounded like uh, he didn't sound like a normal human being. Spanish. He guy. sounded very excited to talk about this shit. You know, maybe I don't know. I, I I'm not in the guy's shoes. If the guy's a real fucking person and not a spook, he, uh, he, I just feel like you know, and Tim Pool's like, I would punch my fucking even screen. His, it's like I would hand, rack up. Like, let's go clap hands, these motherfuckers. Hands when he was doing with his hands, like. And the children were coming today. Had that was yep. so beautiful. Twelve that plus years or like something like that. He says, "Yeah, dude, tens making... of thousands of hours." You, you I'm gonna get into that too. You uh, don't like that's a fetish, dog. God damn it! Did I play the fucking beautiful Hillary clip? I don't think I did. Anyways, uh, it's right there. I'm not going to play it, though. Maybe later. But, uh, yeah, about the watching stuff, um, <clears throat> that's another thing. I'm going to play this clip. It's two clips. There's Jim Caviezel talking about it and then them talking about it on Tim Pool. But, um, it's the worst horror I've ever seen is screaming alone, even if I never, ever, ever, ever saw it. Uh, it it's, it's, it's beyond, and these people that do it, um, uh, Jim Caviezel and you, obviously, in real life, had to watch these videos. I don't know how you do it. I, 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 there, that scene where. So I don't know fake. why any, you know, Jim Caviezel so had fake. to watch this shit. I mean, this is so fake the way. I understand, are. like, I don't understand it in character, right? So fake. Like, like trying to. It's so fucking fake. It's so fucking fake. Well, what's crazy is, you know, they're talking about this stuff happening in other countries, right? Right now, Sound of Freedom is huge, right? At the same time, on Amazon Prime is a, is a uh, I don't know how many parts it is. Might be like four parts. Maybe it's coming out like every week about the Duggar kid. You know, yeah. the, the Duggar? I have a clip of, because when he's, when Caviezel's talking about the screaming, there's a couple other parts I'm going to play too when they're talking about uh, here. Uh, let me play this part here because he talks about how he watched a 30 minute clip. It's like, I don't know why you'd have to watch 30 minutes. And everybody's like, well, to get evidence and shit like, and then I'm hearing there was the, like no bus. Like he's ne there's never been like arrest. Like, no, we were just hanging out the room. I was playing a pedal. I don't even want to say that. Uh, someone will fuck hey, I'll fucking take that shit. Jesus. <laughs> anyways he had to watch a 30 fucking minute video this is like i don't understand why you'd have to watch 30 fucking minutes of a video you you uh. this was the kind of transformational moment 
for me because I didn't know if I was going to stay in this work, um, especially after this. This was the first kid I ever saw, by the way, who was in a video. Before that time, I'd only done videos, like you know, end user, you know, possession cases of child exploitation material. This was the first time when I saw this kid, I, I knew him. I recognized him. I had seen him being raped, full, like a 30-minute video. And the, his captor was the guy in the video. Yeah, so, I mean, he watched a full 30-fucking-minute video. It's like, I, I don't understand. They're saying you got to do all this evidence. In fact, like, he loves it should be just a law just go clack, clack. You know? Of the shit, you love it. Clack, yeah. clack. I don't know if yeah. I was going to stay in it, but then I stayed in it, and then it, it goes into more of this, like, he mentions a script multiple times, but he's not talking about sounds of freedom script and like i said i don't know the dude like i don't even know if he's real i i i'm on the uh, nothing's real uh, anything's possible when it comes to the black mirror scry fucking uh, screen you know so i'm just digging in i'm just asking questions i'm looking at body language and i'm saying fuck man i've met a lot of bullshitters my right? question people is are going oh something like that or something uh yeah yeah so he told us to grab our dicks or something mm. I don't know. Like, they're crazy people you know uh so anyways i want to play that clip about with you're talking about the mexican guy i think this might be who you're talking about it would be like i, I could never walk away from from this work you know in some capacity my undercover days are shot for sure that's you know yeah. thanks to this guy he he, he ruined my undercover <laughs> career but maybe uh, maybe we'll inspire many more people that's what we hope exactly. yeah that's what we hope. tenfold that's hundredfold that's right not to matter i mean outside of that uh we we talk about uh, the great work you've done the film was yeah, there are oh, two Spanish guys. No, no, they showed uh, there are two Mexican guys. Yeah, the producer or the director. One of them. Yeah, so I'll go back to that. I want to play a clip from uh, this documentary that my wife was watching. I just happened to catch it, and it's of Duggar, which you know I'm in Arkansas, literally like fucking down the street, and at the same time. A lot of people don't know this. There was this massive uh, child porn website that was brought down that was being ran out of the same town as where Duggar was, right, by a South Korean dude that was living there in that town. And then there was a dude in South Korea that they both are running the massive pedo site. The, the FBI took it over, ran it for like six months, maybe a year long, and then... Yeah. Busted a bunch of people and then shut it down. I mean, the FBI is the largest, you know, has the largest library and the largest uh, Bitcoin wallet. Anyways, I'm going to play this uh, clip here. The prosecution was able to point out every single time Josh downloaded these images, they have it pinpointed to the exact moment. The agent also said that Duggar had a program on his computer called Covenant Eyes, which the agent called accountability software. While the public-facing portion of the computer appeared to be mostly business-related, the hard drive had in fact been split in two. Josh has always been known to be tech-savvy. He would have been the only one who knew how to circumvent the Covenant Eyes software. The agent described the images as in the top five of the worst of the worst that he has ever examined. The things that he looked at and the things that he enjoyed and got pleasure from absolutely breaks into a million pieces the jury got to see that there's a pattern in josh's life that he began early on and he got by with it 
time and time again. Bobby Holt was exposing everybody because she was saying everybody knew this was an open secret. Josh had molested several of his sisters and they swept it under the rug. That was a huge relief when I was done. It was almost like we had waited all of these years just to be able to say that. And we were taken seriously. Yes. At one point, Jim Bob told you you were jealous. He said, Jim Bob, I would not trade places with you for a bazillion dollars. Jim Bob, who you see entering court here, testified too about what his son told him. At one point, the prosecuting attorney came up to him and she says, here's the police report. Do you recognize the things that you said in there? And he goes, well, I don't recall really. The fact that he can say that he doesn't remember his own daughter's abuse makes me sick. He kept answering all the questions like, I don't recall, I don't remember, that was so long ago. He just found out why. The judge got mad at him and told him he couldn't come back because he had a bad memory. From that moment, yeah, he's done. The hardest parts for me were the parts of like the old stuff being brought up that should have never been out there. I just hope and pray that this never happens to anyone else ever again. Yeah, so that's in America. Apparently, they had a whole fucking cult thing going on. Like, it was fucked up. That dude was running for governor. I think the last run. Like, Jesus Christ. That shit's fucked up. That was just a little cliff of that, whatever the fuck that whole thing is. I mean, they're talking about some old pastor from, from Arkansas that he was the head of the thing and like uh, it's fucking creepy shit man and then they had tlc in them on the you know uh watching them build a house and then they get a fucking show and tlc was helping like uh cover the shit up it's it's fucking gross anyways i was talking about tim ballard uh you know well, how and the met- show was brought to you by subway so- <laughs> Subway, it was brought to you by Subway, right? I think like uh, they would Probably go to Subway. They'd be like, they're only five dollar subs, and the whole family can afford them because you know we we take everybody. We especially take the women's money. They cannot make money there. The DLC us all their money. You want like what's that? If DLC shows you, then you get any sponsor you want, basically. Yeah, definitely a Jared sponsor. Check this out. So this is the first time he mentions the script. My- in late 2013 because it was my idea i said well catherine if i if i if i come home you know uh it's over but i keep my job i have to quit my job to, to do this I, I talked to i mean I was, I was calling the dhs like ethics office can i do both like no you can't do both you can't moonlight you got to quit you know or or do the case um and she said and so her line was supposed to be well get your butt home because we got six kids and and yet we have no money like we, you know, we have a couple thousand, you know, stocked away, you know, um, stocked away in the bank or something. And and and, and she didn't say that. <laughs> she didn't say that. She said, "Could you save the kids if you stayed there?" I said, "Yes, yes." And she's like, "Why?" It was almost like embarrassing. Like, why are you even asking me this question? Wow. She said, "We have a meeting with our maker. We will be dead in fifty years anyway." She and she said, "I don't care if we live in a tent." These are exactly her words. I don't care if we're in a tent. Because we lose our house, 
you have to do this. You have to try. And I fought back like a coward. Like, are you kidding me? What about my own kids? I got to take care of my own six kids. Like, they'll be fine. Um, she finally got to the point where she just gave it to me in one line that didn't make it in the movie because, again, it would have manifested my cowardice. Um, but one line that's this is verbatim. It ended the debate. It shook me to my core because she's usually very sweet. <laughs> and she like said, that. and this is a quote, I will not let you jeopardize my salvation by not doing this. And I remember my whole body just kind of shook. Oh. I was just like, that oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Like, that is a, an incredible there, woman. Yeah. There, is, there is so much. We were already talking before the show, and there's going to be more spoilers. So um, somewhat conveniently, we'll talk a little bit I about what's going on with Europe, which will give us a little buffer zone so I can warn everybody and say there's going to be spoilers. Uh, I, we're not going to go crazy with it, but I think we no, definitely no. need to talk about some of the elements of the film because it was, it was so good. Stories like that. The feeling that I got watching this was I could not believe it. I, could, I thought it was just good writing. And then you tell me, actually, those were true. So thank you for, for joining us. We also have Eduardo here. I love that over and over. After, like, the way he smiled. This movie and this. Like, oh, Tim. Tim Poole. He, he's was in the like, Tim, He's like, I just thought it was good writing, but it was actually, you know, and right there, Tim Ballard goes, well, this didn't make it into the movie. It was actually this. And. This is verbatim, but I can't remember exactly this part. It was something other than that, you know. Uh, but Tim Pool did say something that I agreed with wholeheartedly, which is rare for me. And he said, "That's unbelievable." I agree. That is, <laughs> that is totally awesome. fucking. Yeah, he says it a lot. He says this, uh, He says weird. it a lot. That uh, yo, that was uh, it seems so fucking unreal, but. Could you say it's agree. real, so I gotta fucking believe it. I gotta. I. It's like uh, you know. It's yeah. There's two movies not, that have done this to people, right? It's not like I'm it's putting my credibility on the Christ. line here. I'm just putting the credibility of my audience on the line here. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about them. So let's go ahead and say you're right about all of this. Because I'm gonna right. show a clip from Oprah back in the day showing this. Uh, say I have uh, a theory on um, Temple. Is he a Rothschild? Probably Rothschild. I think there is he's, something with school. He's the in the is, Pogo project, that's for sure. He has been the system since day one. Okay. Because well, uh, Weiss promoted him. Uh, oh, dude, he got, he got picked up because he was live streaming the fucking people from Occupy who were trying to keep out of the spotlight, who were like organizing and calling some shots and shit. Who but were the, in the middle yeah, of arguments? He was the, on the hang the fuck out. He was on the ground at Zuccotti Park with a camera in their faces, and his excuse was, "Well, if it's happening in a public space, then it's in the public arena, and I'm allowed to film it. And I'm just trying to give people an idea of what's really going on the ground here at Occupied." He was specifically seeking out like disagreements between again the the people who were calling shots that were trying like hell to stay out of the limelight because leaderless movement but there are decisions that have to be made regarding you know a handful of different things and, and so when there were disagreements there was tim pool fucking filming it yeah like clickbait shit 
So anyways, this is the second time he mentions script because I want to get on because when he starts talking about Mel Gibson, okay, and Tony Robinson, there's a, when they came out and said Mel Gibson's doing a four-part series, he gets on to talk about that. I just want to show multiple times where he says she went off script and he's not talking about the movie. He's just talking about like real life. Absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah, that's... Like I said, I, her script was supposed to read, get your ass home because I got too many kids here. What would be like <laughs> in the future? What would be your ideal outcome for you? I, whatever I'm going to do, I'm, I, I, it'll be attached always to this, to this cause. Because once you see, it's like you can't unring a bell, right? Once you see it, and I'm hoping people are having this experience with Sound of Freedom now. Because once you see it, you cannot unsee it. And, and the, to the depths I've gone... It would be like I, I could never walk away from from this work, you know, in some capacity. My undercover days are shot for sure. That's, you know, yeah. thanks to this guy. He, 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 he ruined my undercover career. <laughs> but maybe, uh, maybe we'll inspire. You know why it's going to be attached to this cause? Because he loves it. I know. He stepped down from Operation Underground Railroad, which he claims Harriet Tubman is his his hero the greatest hero of all time i guess he loves like molesting kids. am i being too are we being too critical of this this poor no, tim ballard no. cia agent guy who spent over a decade chasing down child predators and like who the fuck did they stop it Was sounds the to me like back? he spent over a decade watching kitty porn yeah and, and then he fucking ran he was like in, how many in, of those kids came from fucking shipping containers yeah and i mean was he for you know like watching this shit and then one day in Cambo wherever he was at he walked in and he was like oh shit there's one that i seen on video oh hey i have the number 34 and also uh one of those nine-year-olds people get pissed when you talk about this shit it's like they're demanding you have to watch like i said Two movies, both ha involved Jim Caviezel and Mel Gibson. So that's, you know. People showing to their kids now and saying, look. Heavy on the tragedy porn appealing exclusively to evangelicals with Passion of the Christ. It got a lot of people who wound up fucking voting for fucking, of all people, Donald Trump. With this one, it's going to get people voting for, again, of all people, Donald Trump. But not only that, there's the uh, you got to go out and ship your kids aspect to it. There's the you uh, you the only way that you're going to put a stop to this is by ramping up things like surveillance u.s military presence if we give the cia the green light to really go in there like tim ballard wanted to but couldn't because of the pussy ass fucking liberals that all that red raining all that red tape if we were just able to mobilize a small group of elite people it would be glue tape without all of these Goddamn bureaucrats in the way of justice. We'd be. God damn it! I'm looking for this clip where Trump, on one of the uh, COVID things, he talks about this girl that they rescued somewhere, and I bet that has to do with Tim Ballard. 
you know, let's go ahead and get the white helmets involved while we're at it. Let's do that. Can we do that while we're there? Can we just green light the CIA to take over all of the child trafficking missions and, and we'll put them and the white helmets in charge of it? I'm sure it'll work out. I'm sure it yeah, will. Yeah, we're going to get that. Such a great hey, cute record. people. Oh, all those fucking celebrities on your fucking pedo list. On, that Q ran with and got everybody into during COVID. Now those very celebrities are going to help you hunt down the pedophiles. Including Kevin Spacey, because according to him, the latest case against him is so weak that he's going to have a lot of free time. He's not going to be tied up in court. Yeah, they're not. They're picketed. Yeah. They're picketed. Anyways, Even- this is the third. Uh, and Mark Wahlberg started promoting Sound of Freedom too. Yes, there's a lot of people. Mark in their cars. They're like, Wahlberg. oh. I mean, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> this is get it, man. I'm showing people that this really happens. Like people think I'm saying it doesn't happen. Like I've been talking about this for years that this has been going on, right? But. And the aspect that they're coming to steal your fucking kids, I don't believe that's happening because this pisses people off. But like, I don't know anybody that knows anybody that knows anybody that's ever had a kid stolen, let alone returned or never returned. I've never, I don't know anybody who's ever had a kid stolen. It's always people who are in those establishments, basically. What that had people stolen? Yeah. Well, and plus, I mean, like orphans and the like they say in here, I, I want to get to more of that part, more of that, where they, they're talking about it's the United States is basically the hot spot for this. And Mexico is the hot spot for the import when it's Ukraine. It's fucking it's not, it's, and then it's go not, on and not, literally explain how France too. Huh? France, too. In Africa. Yeah, they're all they're all fucking doing it. Uh, yeah, yep. the, the, everybody. Yeah. No, France is like more famous because they do it with like, uh, with like in especially in like central uh, Central Africa and Northern Africa. It's common there. France does it, and then they come to France and they say, "Oh, how did they end up there?" Man, when you see like when you see video, I'm gonna play uh the trailer to Human Trafficking from 2005 with Donald Sutherland. We all love Donald. Donald's am I saying it right? Sever is it Sutherland or is it Sutherland? Sutherland. Sutherland. Whatever. Sutherland. I'm gonna play that. Uh and it that shit, like it's it's a shitty like filming and shit, like low budget, but like just the whole premise. Like when this kid gets snatched off one of those little tiny rickety fucking streets where they got the fucking tents hanging over and shit, they're doing a shot. Mom kind of just looks away and just boom, it's like fuck. Like, ah, I get fucking anxiety just looking at that. Like, holy shit. Like, I mean, I would turn the whole fucking country apart, you know, to find my kid. Like, straight up. Like, ugh, it's fucked up. Anyways, uh, this is the third time this guy mentioned the script. And I keep sh- just showing him mentioning these scripts and body language. I showed you Noah Harari talking about uh you know how ai is learning language language is like everything you know i mean it's we use it every day so he's constantly saying she goes off script she goes off script now we know cia agents like they will 
go to the extent of marrying somebody. It's called sexpionage, right? They'll go to the extent of marrying somebody to get the dirt on them. We've seen it from Russia and other countries. You can't say it doesn't happen here. When you say that fucking uh, Bobby, Bobby Kennedy, right? His daughter, his daughter's married or his daughter-in-law is in the CIA, right? And people are like, oh, they just, yeah, they just married in. They just married in. It's like, well, I mean, it's sex. Even Netflix showed just sexpionage. They'll go to the extent of fucking marrying somebody, having a whole life with somebody to get what they need to get, to get to who they need to get. And it's fucking crazy. People don't want to fucking believe it, but it's fucking true. It's fucking true. So when you look at Ballard here and when he's talking in his body language, like we've seen, you know, the licking of the lips and just his excitement and just the way he's talking, like this is the third time he mentions her going off script and he's not talking about the movie. I feel that. I yeah. feel that. Yeah. I mean, you're, um, you're a, a humble man, and you're saying these things about the fact that you were afraid and, and your wife encouraged you, and surely she did, but there are many men whose wives would say, save those children, who'd go, we're not talking about this, honey. <laughs> I, absolutely not. Yeah, that's, like I said, I, her script was supposed to read, get your ass home because I got too many kids here. What would be Take like <laughs> in the future? And Ian, what an idiot. Uh... He looks like, like what's, what's your what's your life gonna be like in the future? What's your plans for? The, it's like what the fuck? Like what a dumb. Like, there's this big long silence. He looks like he's auditioning for an Office Space reboot. That's what Ian really, fucking nerd. Did we just Where's get knocked Luke? off? Fuck! I thought we got knocked off there. Steve seems to be in a fucking thing. I don't know if I'm in the fucking Matrix or Steve's in the Matrix. I think my shit needs to be redone again. But anyway, so he go. He's that's three times he mentions mentions this this fucking script, and again, Tim Pool's just sitting there, and he again mentions how fucking unreal this is, man. Where he said no, she 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 didn't sleep all night. She was crying, and she said we have to say yes. Oh my gosh, if how can we be so fearful of our own pain uh, that uh, that we would disregard severe pain beyond our comprehension? of these children. So, so geez, I don't mean this is all about my wife today. Oh, I didn't, I don't, she's an amazing woman. <laughs> so this woman's dragging you to heaven, man. <laughs> and I'm going kicking and screaming. But, uh, hopefully I'm going. <laughs> if, if, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's inappropriate to say, but uh, if ever there was someone with some kind of divine purpose, mm. this, this, the story that you've told already, I'm like, man, how many people just wish they knew they had that mission whether they whether they were fearful of it or not, like I said, it's probably scary. But you tell these stories, and and so much of it sounds unreal. The line mm -hmm. from your wife, the story from the we'll get into the film story in a minute. But man, it it really does feel like you have a purpose here that you are fulfilling. To grow. What the hell just happened? It's a grotesque postmodern psyop, and anyone who's fallen for this is brain damaged. Yeah, so fantastic. Again, with the it's so unreal. It's so unreal. And like if you watch the whole Tim Pool, it's constantly, you know, it's so it's real, it's real, it's real, you know, this is a true story. Well, we changed this part because it wasn't gonna be, you know, no one was gonna believe it. No one was gonna believe it. So we had to embellish it, of course. And Tim Pool, there's times where you can see him going what the fuck but still at the, like going 
but it's just so beautifully done. You know, it's like still just sucking balls. They make shit up. Just sucking balls. You know. You Meanwhile, guys, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta bounce. All right, dude. Uh, but I'll see you tomorrow. You. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I'll be here. All right, cool. Uh, got somebody fun coming in the third hour. Also, Texas Slim's Beef Intelligence segment is tomorrow. Hell yeah. We're going we're gonna to talk some food. Um, I love food. Steve, I yeah. think you should uh, hook up with Owen. Owen Benjamin. Okay. Yeah. No. I'm down. Seriously. I'm, I'm down. I got, I, dude, I got fucking... Owen Benjamin got me thinking when, you know, I watched this thing and he was like, men can just make life with their dicks, you know? And it's like, it's true. And it's like, women can make life, but they only can make life for so long. We can make life until we die. And right. afterwards, if it's frozen. Um, that is true. That is. You guys are phenomenal, and, and I'll, I'll see you all tomorrow. Later, Thanks, man. Chris, for sending me a link and all that shit, Hamza. You're oh, too yeah. much fun. You do you stay feisty, buddy? <laughs> okay, Steve. Bye. Yeah. So I wanted to play when they're talking about this stuff. There's this clip from Oprah years back where there's this chick talking about her jewish family i think was in the cia at the let me just play the clip from generations of ritualistic uh, abuse um yes my family has an extensive family tree and they keep track of who's been involved and who hasn't been involved and it's gone back to like 1700 and so you were right i was born into a family that believes in this and, and this is a, this is, does everyone else think it's a nice Jewish family? From the outside, you appear to be a nice Jewish girl. Definitely. And you all are worshiping the devil inside the home? Right. There's other Jewish families across the country. It's not just my own family. Really? Well, when you were, you were brought up in this, this kind of evilness, did you just think it was normal? Um, I've blocked out a lot of the memories I had um, because of my multiple personality disorder. But, yes, I mean, it's like if you grow up with something, you think it's normal. Mm -hmm. I always thought... So what kinds of things? You don't have to give us the gory details, but what kinds of things went on in the family? Um, well, there would be rituals in which babies would be sacrificed and you would have to, you know... Who's babies? Um, there were people who um, bred babies in our family. No one would know about it. A lot of people were overweight, so you couldn't tell if they were pregnant or not. Or they would supposedly go away for a while and then come back. You witnessed the sacrifice? Right. Um, when I was very young, I was forced to participate in that, in which I had to sacrifice an infant. And the, the purpose of sacrifice is to what? Is to bring you what? What are you sacrificing for? For power. Uh-huh. Power. And so, were you, you were ever used? Were you ever used yourself? Um, I was molested. I was raped several times. Mm -hmm. um, and what's your mother doing? Um, she's... In all of this? What's her role in all of this? What is, I'm not exactly what her role is. I haven't, you know, recovered all of my memories, but her family was extremely involved. Mm -hmm. um, you know, she brought me to it. Mm -hmm. Both of my parents brought me to it. And she's an outstanding citizen. 
Nobody would suspect her. Were you raised with a sense of right and wrong, Rachel? Yeah. I mean, it's like we, I had both. I mean, to the outside world, everything we did was proper and right. And then there were the nights that things changed, that things just got turned around. What was right was, what was wrong was right and what was right was wrong. Um, there's a book that I had just come across called Lilith's Cave, which is a book of Jewish mysticism and um, supernatural. And there's a lot in that book that relates to... Uh, yeah. Now, it's it's like say that. like one thing. Like, what? how is she so comfortable saying this stuff? Same with the Tim Ballard thing. No. I was gonna say this could be like a thing. Like, well, I mean, Tim Ballard my, seems pretty comfortable my, talking about this shit. Like, Oprah was um, like, liked the story. Oprah wanted to like know more. Like, it's like even she's enjoying it. Like, these people are fucking weird. I don't know, man. Like seriously. Yeah, because it depends on like the ex is it exposing or like I was thinking like it was just a thing, you know, to I go along with the satanic panic at the time. People. I but think then, people who really want to expose, like you can see the way they speak is totally different from these motherfuckers. Okay. You can like, see. I don't trust any of the shit on the TV. You know. Dr. Drew uh, had once some uh, woman who was really molested, but like you could see, like, shit has happened to her because people shake. They aren't the same. Yeah, I pointed that out about uh, shooting victims and these mass shootings. When you look at like Parkland and these other recent yeah. shootings, people talking, nobody, they're just talking normal. And then I show, like, there's a, sh a movie called 88 Minutes, right? Which is about the this mass shooting that was in a McDonald's back in the 80s. Where a guy just went in there all like Michael Michael Douglas. And just started, he fucking turned on the radio and he just started fucking shooting people, eating their fucking Happy Meals and shit. Kids, women. Just shooting people. Shooting people in the parking lot. Took the cops 88 minutes to, re to end it. And like, it just reminds me, you know, because the Uvalde was 88 minutes. 88 minutes. You can see those. Seven minutes. I'm sorry. It might not be 88, 77. One or the other. Yeah, 70. Like, a range basically, like 10, 12 minutes difference. But the thing is, when people experience these type of things, they aren't the same. You could see it like in their eyes and stuff, and they speak about this. Yeah, and I don't know if that lady is completely traumatized to it. I mean, she says she was part of rituals. She sacrificed a human being. I don't know what the fuck that does to a person, you know? But, like, it's hard to trust people now. Exactly. You would think, like I'm trying, like I'm saying, is <clears throat> they could say that was a satanic panic type thing back in the day, but then I showed the clip of Josh Duggar. And if I showed more of that, and if you watched that uh, thing about them, that was a whole cult thing. It was the same thing in the Josh Duggard clip. You've seen that lady say, you know, that they were like the perfect family. They were all smiles. They were, you wouldn't fucking know this, you know, but then it was this open secret. All know? of the stuff like shit happened. Everybody knew. 
anyways, so like, you know, you have the Hollywood shit going on. Well, let me see. I think I'm okay. There we go. Uh, there's this clip of Tim Pool. I want to play of him talking about how dark Hollywood is because they're playing like Sounds of Freedom is going to expose Hollywood. All you're going to do is give money to a charity that Hollywood says they're saving across dumb. the, you know, it's fucking plane. dumb. Look, it's, Chris, Hollywood cannot expose Hollywood. Owen Benjamin said it the best if you're in his Telegram group. I am, but I was going to send him a link to this in the Telegram DMs, but I, I don't think I have it on this system. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, they you see the thing with Oprah, and then what's recently happened with the Duggards, and they're crazy, weird, fucking cult Christian fucking family. It's like, is that a satanic panic thing, or is she being real when she's talking about these... Uh, Jewish cult that oh shit I did to beep that Jewish cult. Oh you're on radio. Oh, damn it. Uh oh wait, no, nobody's I'm already banned from everything. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this whole trauma based thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna play the uh the Hollywood thing. Let me just play this clip. More films, more movies, more culture building, more change. You know, like what, th th this yeah, is this is beyond hard, just this hard. one story. One of the reasons I'm so adamant about telling people to go see this is that Hollywood is some dark, dark stuff, man. Mm -hmm. We we've seen these actors come out and talk about what happened to them in Hollywood. There have been some recent stories it's of uh, uh, celebrities Hollywood, when they were kids, how they were abused and exploited. That's an evil place, mm -hmm. and, and, and not everybody there. I know I've, I I know people who work there, but there's got to be a way that we can build something else. And this is a path towards that as I'll well. I wanted to. I wanted to add though. Uh, I'll say a couple things. In the beginning of the film, Chris, Chris, pause for uh, Jim Caviezel. I wish I could pause. Yeah. Streamyard needs to is, fix that. Yeah. The thing is, you you look at Dimple in general. Does he look like a normal human being? No. How can you have? How can you be this white? Whoa, whoa, whoa. When I'm on Zoom, I'm super white. No, 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 no. I know you're on Zoom, but he's on, like, set. So they do the makeup. They try to make you Oh, more this is true. I mean, I, they did my makeup. Maybe I went. Yeah, so. they try to make you more tan and shit. But this guy looks more white. Okay. He's, he's drinking blood or something. Because people who drink blood are more fair. We're going to get to that. So he's talking about the Hollywood... StreamYard needs to fix that to where we can control these clips that we can load in here. Because the thing is, the way he looks like, it looks like he 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 needs adrenochrome. He drinks blood. Because uh -huh. his eyes even, they don't look normal. Now we're getting into the Q stuff. You know, I know, you know, this is what gets, uh, you know, Jim Caviezel talking. Oh, fuck. I didn't put that clip on here. So there's a big clip where he's talking. Maybe it is this one. Anyways, uh, so Tim Pool's talking about Hollywood, but then you got these guys. I mean, listen. There are rumors out that you and Mel Gibson are going to come together to expose some of the stuff that's going on in Hollywood. Is there truth to that? Not really. Okay. I think... I think what you're seeing right now is, um, you know, 
He did his part, I'm doing mine. I'm glad you're doing it. Nobody else is going to. Bland. What? Bland. Like, what the fuck, dude? He's like, the thing is that, you know, they say you're, you guys are going to expose Hollywood. No. You know what? You know what? Like, it's like um, before they started recording, they're like, I'm going to say this. We're going to do this. Okay, boom. Like. You mean they have a script? Yeah. Well, yeah, I know that. People I'm just saying, like, it's just funny. I need to find this clip now. I, I cannot believe I didn't put this You have to play the Spanish guy. Oh, my God, man. Like, because this sounded clip like a of... He was... He didn't... Like, if you hear that guy, it's straight away like something's wrong with him. There we go. Let me Is it the Spanish guy or clip? God damn it. Can't stop the fucking echo off the other controller. Anyways... It's loading up. So Jim Caviezel, you know, he's like, yo, uh, it says they're going to suck. God damn it. There's a fucking bot in my shit. Amazing. How do I fucking. I don't know if that works. Where in the comments are. Yeah, in the the uh, thing Rumble. there. The, yeah, the old rumble. Anyways, this clip right here. This is where it's like, nah. Look what you guys are talking about here. Could you please explain to the extent that you want to or not want to what that is? Because some people have never heard that before, and we need to discuss that. Um, essentially, you have adrenaline in your body. I'll just simplify it. And and when you are scared, you produce adrenaline. Uh, if you're an athlete, you get in the fourth quarter, you have adrenaline that comes out of you. If a child knows he's going to die, uh, his body will uh, secrete this uh, adrenaline. Um, and they have a lot of terms that they use that he takes me through. But um, it's the worst horror I've ever seen is screaming alone, even if I never, ever, ever, ever saw it. Uh, it it's, it's, it's beyond and these people that do it. Um, There'll be no mercy for them. And the when I, at that point where I have tears coming out of my eyes because uh, my heart is so on fire, I'm fearless. You're fearless. You're the best that you will ever be when God is in your heart like that. And when it's burning, you're fearless and you don't, you don't, you don't, you're not afraid of the devil. You actually hunt him. And any of them that hurt our little children in the film, uh, there's a line in there where he says, um, why are you doing this? And I say to him, as Tim said, because God's children are not for sale. They're not for sale. You can't do it anymore. It's hate And we're coming after you. And I'm not afraid. And I ask you all not to be afraid either. Because they're worth saving. Okay, like that wasn't a fucking script. Yeah, what? but but that wasn't the script, but that's acting. That was a fucking script. That was shitty. That was horrible fucking acting. <laughs> from Jesus. That's that was the worst acting Jesus has done oh. in 20 years. 
It's like Eddie Brown that, said the best. You dude, know what he said. people were leaving the theater after Passion of the Christ, running out to get baptized. <laughs> right? This that was the fucking craziness of the Passion of the Christ. Fucking churches were buying out theaters and all this shit, right? People are and here we are again, Mel Gibson and Jim Caviezel. It's fucking uh, so Eddie there's Bra more what Eddie Brow said it the best. Eddie Brow said, like, for example, we are Satanists, you and me. Let's everybody say, watching on Rumble, click that yeah. uh, thumbs we up button. Yeah, we too are Satanists and we have to like do propaganda. It's easy. For example, if, this if, thing is if you literally... want to people will tell people wear masks, uh, then uh, of course we know our target audience will be uh, women because women, uh, many ugly women don't want to show their face, so masks will be uh, good. Because <laughs> the chicks don't want to show their face. Yeah, that's what I mean. As chicks don't want to show their face. That's what I mean. So like you have to think like you're the propagandist. You're doing the propaganda, not them. Oh yeah, you got a spitball propaganda. We used to do that on Clubhouse. I think we gave them all, all the ideas. And then you can help people come out of this shit. Because we're idiots. Yeah. So, anyways, there's more of these stories. Uh, that like this one here, when he tells this thing here, it's like he has a knack for it, you know. So, this company hired him to do to this show us how to do this. How do you talk to these guys when they show up? So, they had to actually hire me because, like, well, just because this is the United States, let's make it you know right. I'm not a sworn officer anymore, so they, they literally hired me for like a dollar a year. I so was part of the county DA's office, and so I got to do the undercover work. and you might remember the story. This this guy shows up to this farmhouse. Now, Chris Kyle, I, fuck, I mean, Tim Ballard. Tim Ballard. Yeah, Tim Ballard. Get those. <laughs> Tim Ballard. Because here, I'm going to play the entire story that he was about to talk about. But the thing is, you got to remember Chris Kyle there. He, I, fuck. I mean, Tim, Tim Ballard. Ballard. God damn. I have Chris Kyle written down. I was going to talk a little bit about him, but I don't think I am anymore. You know, his his whole uh, thing where a lot of his stories turned out to be um, false. You know, they were false. The lie detector determined that was a lie. So, <laughs> so anyways, he goes on. This is the rest of the story. He's He's got his own podcast. You know, he's got to sell a podcast, movie, a book deal. This company, Angel Angel Studios, started when out of nowhere, supposedly. Huh? When did you start his podcast? I, I have no fucking clue. I just ran upon this podcast. Let me... These are two pedo hunters, I guess. Which, Louis J. Gomez made a point that, like, you know those pedo hunter things on Twitter? How they'll run up on someone and say, Hey, you were texting this, you know, 13-year-old, you know, dirty shit in your fucking dick and stuff. But I it was me. I might call the police on you, and then they humili hum humiliate them or whatever, you know? Just like me too. What's the difference? Like me too? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess they're going to get fired, you know? Um, but they never, like, have the cops. And, you know, there's one going, what if I call the police? It's like, what if you call the police? I 
Like, what are you doing? Trying to sell T-shirts or fucking like, are you fucking like trying to take these motherfuckers down? Because I'm saying like, if they're in like Colombia and shit, the cartels and the government don't give a fuck, right? Fuck. If they open up in 2006, a law under uh, Brandon Walsh, right? That uh, pedal crimes committed by Americans on foreign soil is the same as American crimes, which I don't really understand because those American crime criminals get let out. A lot of them just get bail. What it should be is like they're fair game for vigilante justice. Majority of the people who are in jail aren't criminals. Who agrees with me? A lot of jails are criminals. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash rancast. Show me you you agree. <laughs> no, they should that like that's uh I mean they should be like an open as long as the you know, because I mean the cartels don't give a shit and like you know, a lot of these shady countries, they don't give a fuck. fuck. You know, if, if, a, if a dude's able to go and buy kids, if Tim Ballard can just run around as Tim Black or whatever the fuck name is. You know, he's got six kids at home he's going to take care of, but he's running around, you know, apparently fucking adopting babies from Ukraine. Yeah. And Haiti and shit. Anyways, so let, he's going to finish this story on his podcast about. Uh, you know, some some got some dude in his dick. Of him, and he stops and he goes. He looks at me like he's like we're gonna have like a duel or something. I'm just like, what's he doing? And then he like goes. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing, bro? He's like, ah, like, what? Are you, that's weird. What are you, you doing? Up. And he's like, oh, well, can you come a little closer? I'm like, I come a little closer, and he just. Whoop, he just comes up and just end. grabs my privates. <laughs> gives him a good squeeze. And I'm just looking. I don't do anything. I just look at him like, casually, like, dude, what the hell? What the hell? Who the hell are you doing, bro? Oh, you're like, ah, something. Yeah. Ah. And he runs in his car and drives away. What is, what is going on? Like, we had all the chats for this guy, right? Yeah. And they're like, dude, this guy, he wants to have sex with his 10-year-old kid. And 15 minutes later, we see the headlights coming back. <laughs> He's coming back. Like what is up? Okay, stay, places everybody, right? He comes. I meet him outside. I'm just like, bro, you got a picture of me. I've got like this mustache. <laughs> I'm like, this. I'm like, bro, what are you, what are you doing? What's up? Do you want the kid or not? And he's like, before I have sex with the kid, you just do me one more, do me a favor. I'm like, yeah. He's like, will you pull your pants down so I can see your dick? I'm just quoting. <laughs> I'm exactly like, bro. I'm like, bro, you've grabbed it. You know it's there. Okay, you're doing some weird thing with your hands. I don't know who, like, you can come or not, but I'm, I'm not going to pull my pants down. He's like, oh, okay, fine, I'll, I'll come have sex with the kid. So then, boom, he gets arrested, right? Well, later, they did a search warrant on his house. <laughs> and they called me, like, dude, he, he was, like, looking at websites, how to identify an undercover operator. And, <laughs> like, pretend you're going to go for a gun, and they'll, they, they won't be able to resist, and they'll go for their gun. Well, I don't, I don't carry a gun when I go do undercover work. For me, I, it's more dangerous to have a gun than not. Grab their genitalia because cops hate that. And they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm a cop. Don't touch me. Like, <laughs> luckily, I just stayed in a role. I was just like, what's up, bro? You know? And then the last one, like, they, they're not allowed to show you their private parts of you. So it was something. Anyway, crazy, bizarre people, right? Yeah. The risks that. Yeah, that sounded. That 
That sounded believable. He made that shit up. Or something and, like that. And then he said, when he said squeeze, he loved it. Like squeeze, like squeeze some nuts. Dude, cop or no cop, another man walk up that <laughs> wants to fuck kids and squeeze my balls. You're lucky you even got that close to me. You know what I'm saying? Because apparently, like, they have a whole chat log of him. I'm assuming he's already sent his dick and balls, right? Is that not enough to do some nabbing? Instead, they need him to go to say what he wants to do on. It's just like, and then it's something or something like that. Anyways. (laughs) Chris, you know what happened? So he was explaining his stuff. So he all of a sudden he forgot shit. What was I saying? And then he said, uh, he squeezed, he took his pants down, then he started saying his experience. He mixed his experience. Dude. And then it's uh, constantly reiterating that this is yeah. a true story, that this is real. It, it yeah. I mean, the shit happens. I fucking showed you just alone with the Duggar stuff. Right? I could show you videos of them, like, pulling kids out of these fucking, like, there's this video of these, a tanker, a truck. Where you know how they have steps going up the side of the tanker? Yeah. So the steps only have the rungs that are like, I don't know, a ladder size, right? Fuck, that kills my shoulder. But they pull off this panel and they just start pulling kids out of this fucking thing and just start piling them up. Yep. And you have like Bobby, your Bobby that you fucking hate, Bobby K, right? They have Bobby K. He's on I TV. I was at the border. I see it. They have a tree. It's called the rape them tree. And we watch them rape an entire. In fact, we watch the whole family be raped. Um, <laughs> nobody could stop it. Nobody could yell. I couldn't yell over there like, hey, stop raping that family. So <laughs> we we've got to set up an Israeli style fence so they don't get across it anymore. It's fucked up. They can fly. They can fly. You know, there's that video of Alex Jones a couple years ago where he was in Texas and he just flops on the front end of this car. And he's like, you yeah, will yeah, not yeah, take yeah, these when children. He the car, but they're trafficking the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. fucking screaming and shit. And like, yeah. <laughs> I posted the video. I didn't even know like exactly what was going on. All I knew, Alex Jones saved some kids. I don't know if it was staged or whatever. And then he was on... Uh, uh, what's that Crowder show a couple months ago where he explained he's like I was there there's this guy who was driving the, the kids weren't even in the fucking car seat so I threw my body on top of it but I seen the rape tree that Bobby K is talking about Listen, but the thing is they're raping them there Alex I know I seen it it fucked my head up I got a drink but the I thing is really- that shit seemed so staged which part uh, when all Alex, it. yeah, all of it, because like you cannot keep kids in vans, like in the middle of the streets. Like that's the point Alex was making in the video was you cannot have those children. They need to have car seats at least. At least, yeah. if you're trafficking these children, they need to be put in car seats. The, when traffic kids, they usually do it in trucks or buses. Yeah, this guy had a station wagon with windows. I remember when I was a kid, we would have been, they would have called someone, you know, Alex, Alex Jones would have jumped on our station wagon hood multiple times because my aunt had the whole fucking thing full of kids 
kids hanging out the fucking back window and shit. Like sometimes you'd go around the corner and a kid would just fall out the door. Big heavy Whoa. door. Open. They just fall out. It's like, oh shit. That's crazy. Kids would just fall out. Now you can't run around with kids and not in car seat. We didn't even know what a fucking car seat was. I mean, they're making it difficult for like van drivers, basically. Can you imagine if someone in the has a van today? <laughs> Alex Jones kids. is attacking Ubers everywhere. <laughs> Alex Jones will attack you. You takes down, takes down. Known as a molester, <laughs> child molester. Yeah, the fucking eighties, man. We were in. We had these giant uh, station wagons, right? And they had these windows. The windows were basically I, some of them were powered. Some you had to crank down. Some of them had the back seat where you faced out the window. Out the window. And you actually breathed in directly the lead-filled uh, exhaust. Yeah. Just before they had unleaded. Made us a little retarded. That's know? fucking retarded. Amazing. Yeah. Anyway, so I wanted to get to this Mel Gibson part because the Mel Gibson part leads to the human trafficking part that leads to the Ukrainian part that leads to the end of the show. Uh, so <laughs> this guy is telling, again, he's telling, uh, I think this might be on Jesse Waters, about it's crazy how people are ripping apart Sounds of Freedom, which I've never seen the movie. Uh, I'm Jesse just Waters is Fox Ballard, Ballard. Huh? Yeah, it was he on Fox. I cannot believe they didn't have Jesse Jesse Waters replace Tuck. Oh, fucking idiots. I anyway. understand it. The film was made, produced, written like five years, six years ago, way before anyone heard the name QAnon. I still don't even know what QAnon is. Uh, in the meantime, they're trying to connect it to some conspiracy when, in fact, like you said, this is a true story. Okay. For one, the Sounds director dumb. says it's like fucking eight years. Here's a clip of the director talking where he talks about media being a weapon of mass instruction. Andrew, I know it's very sad what I'm telling you. I know that it's very sad what I'm telling you about these children, the pain that they're going through. But it's more sad now that you know it. If you do nothing, what are you going to do? And, and I knew at that time in Alejandro as well that we, we, we had to do something. Well, we're filmmakers. We have a weapon of mass instruction <laughs> oh and inspiration, God. right? Well, let's make, uh... let's make a movie because... Movies move people and media influence how people think. But let me ask you a few questions first. This is a global problem, right? Yes, especially U.S. and Mexico. U.S. is the number one consumer Liar. of child sex. Liar. Mexico, number one provider. Liar. Okay, okay, Tim. You live in the most powerful country in the world. You have the technology, the intelligence, the money, the, the, you know, the army, the police, everything. How come we don't finish this problem in the United States? And he said, because it's not a priority. It's not a priority. We are not the solution, Eduardo. I can be the solution for one child, for 1,000, for 3,000. We're talking about millions of children around the world that are kidnapped for sexual exploitation. We need a movement. We need a now, movement. I now, kids. he goes on, Tim Ballard goes on to say, this is where we get into the Ukraine of where, God damn it, I thought I had the other clip of uh, when he talks about his wife and Mel Gibson calling him. Like what Trump said about, I want people to stop dying. Yep. Like, well, let's de-escalate, not, not escalate. Uh, I spent time out there, uh, crazy story. Again, my wife, again, uh, 
February 23rd, I think it was, last year. Russia invades Ukraine. My wife comes up to me in tears. Oh, my gosh, you got to go to Ukraine and get those kids out. Like, what kids? Well, we adopt children out of Ukraine as part of one of the foundations that she runs called Children Need Families. We had seven kids on the way out. And wow. she's like, go get them. I'm like, oh, I'll call the team. She's like, no, you have to go. I'm like, Catherine, like, the bombs are dropping. <laughs> like, she's like, I know. And she's crying and she's saying it because she's very deliberate. So when she's irrational, it's God. <laughs> I know that's God when she's saying, and I kid you not, create, and he can verify this story. Three hours later, after Catherine's telling me this, I get a phone call from Mel Gibson. And Mel Gibson says, hey, I got these kids in, in, in Ukraine, these orphans who are, I think they're in the war zone. Can you go get them out? <laughs> and I'm like, what? Now like, listen to science right there. Well, when you're, well, I've always been brought up with the notion that if your wife and Mel Gibson both tell you <laughs> to do something, <laughs> you know, you probably you better should, listen. You yeah. better listen. <laughs> anyway, we went out there, worked with a group called Aerial Recovery. I'm on their board, amazing group. 6,000 women and children got out. So the suffering that we saw, and by the way, I won't get into this, except we found a pedophile group that was trafficking children out of Ukraine into Mexico, into Ecuador, crazy case. Tony Robbins produced a docuseries about it. He's going to be a producer as well, but oh. that's a different story. But my point is, stop de-escalating this thing. The pain that we're seeing, the suffering that we're seeing on the ground, wow. the part that no one remembers. Traffickers call this harvest time. A war, a hurricane, an earthquake, in the oh, aftermath, harvest time. How is it a $150 billion business, human trafficking? How do you get that many kids into that black market? Harvest time, wars. Hur kids. Hurricanes, earthquakes, and it's happening, and no one, that's the least reported thing. Mm -hmm. Kids losing their... The thing is... The he thing literally is, said at the beginning of that, do not de-escalate. The thing is, the thing is, my thing is, when he said from Mexico to Ukraine, you don't work from Mexico to Ukraine. This, that's not how shit works. From Ukraine to Mexico. You don't go there. It's, it doesn't happen that way. But, listen... The director just said that the United States is the biggest, whatever, uh, consumer. Don't Bullshit, man. I mean, South Korea, man, I, I was going to do a whole episode. I don't know what happened. You got sucked in the matrix. I said nobody talks about Saudi Arab. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Nobody what, why, talks what did I say? Because the royal family does pedophilia shit. No one talks yeah, about it. No shit. They get it from Pakistan and uh, Arab countries and shit. And then from there, uh, like, it goes upwards to Israel and shit. From Israel, it goes to Eastern Europe. And then it goes to, like, then it's Ukraine. And then from Ukraine, it goes to Western Europe. And then from Western Europe, it crosses the sea, goes to Americas. And that's how shit Yeah, happens. there's a lot of steps. There There's are a lot, lot of steps. steps. Yeah. A lot but of it doesn't steps. happen straight away from Mexico to Ukraine. That's bullshit. Vice versa. Ukraine to I understand that. But there's a lot of fucking steps. So yeah, there's a lot of fucking this steps. Guy, Canada, Canada, I forgot. Uh, first they go to Canada and then from Canada it goes here. Look, I don't know the chain of command of the the traffickers and what they do. Uh yeah. But when they're saying like the United States is the biggest consumer and Mexico's the biggest, uh, that's not true. America's the biggest importer in the U.S. The only way that's true is over the last two years. Two years ago, like twenty-five people. Now this comes from uh, uh, Bobby, but twenty-five illegal <laughs> be busted every day. 
and now it's like 2,500. We're being uh, taken over by so. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so when he's talking about like Mel Gibson's fucking calling him, Mel Gibson's calling you, and Tony Robbins is producing a some sort of series. Okay, so these guys ran around with film crews like they were John McAfee, you know, John running in the jungle. Is it McAfee? McAfee. McAfee. I, I fuck it up all the time. McAfee. Rest in peace, John McAfee. Yeah. But that movie or that uh, documentary of him running through the jungle. It's wild. Oh. Wild. So anyways, Mel Gibson. Now, He's telling you not to de-escalate, okay? I'm going to play this clip of human trafficking. It's got Donald Sov Sutherland in it. Southerland. Sutherland. It's from 2005. I wish I had the very beginning of it because it even tells you a little thing that Ukraine is like the fucking capital of human trafficking. It's like they're kind of setting people up to go and die to save the children. Now, I've been running with the hashtag as a joke of abort the kids today to save the children of tomorrow. And we're getting really close to something close to that. This is her, yeah? Yeah. That's the girl who dove out the hotel window the other day. Hey, no! What? Lena Sonova. God, that she must have been only 14 years old. Somebody brought Lena into this country. Somebody probably had her turning 20 tricks a day when she should have been going to the junior prom. I want to nail the pig who did this. You wanted to come to America, and we got you. Until you finish paying that money back to us, usually in a few years or so, we own you. thing is from 2005 my thing is like there was no cue was there yeah but my my thing is like they don't like traffic that many kids as they're showing in this video i don't know i don't, I don't know that because my thing is this is more like fear mongering than people who go to their whatever the agenda of the movie is basically See, I haven't watched the movie. The movie I watched a couple minutes of it. When that fucking dad <clears throat> drops his kid off to some strange lady. And she's like, nah, you can't come in. And there's just a bunch of kids in there. And like, this is some modeling thing. And the dad's like, okay, I'll be back in four hours. And 
goes to walk away. I wanted to punch that dad in the fucking face. Fucking face. Like, what the fuck? Once that door closes, dude. I mean, the thing is, like, people. Because it happens. It happens. This is not. We see it where these fucking things are busted. These fucking sex rings are busted. My thing is, how can people trust, like, these people, like. Which people? Like, any people, for example, to that, like, modeling agencies, this, that, like, let's throw our kids into Hollywood. Let's throw our See, kids. See, what's crazy is, like, when they bust these uh, pedo rings, you just have to take their word for it because they can't, like, you know, they can't show the kids, like, oh, yeah, Tommy here. You know? So yeah. it's, like I said, I don't know anybody that knows anybody that knows anybody that's ever had a kid lost. Now, kid molested by a family member, church member, uh, in an orphanage. The only like real human trafficking I know is I don't know if you watch fighting. Do you watch fights and stuff? Yeah, I mean, I watch UFC. I, I don't fucking pay for How it. How long have you uh, watched UFC for? Oh, off and on? Fucking, what, 20 years? Not quite 20 years. Do you know who Vitor Belfort is? Yeah. Uh, do you know his sister got, uh, like, trafficked, like, uh, went, uh, disappeared? He's went Brazil, to... though, right? Yeah, yeah. His sister was uh, went disappearing. And when Vitor beat Randy Couture, he was, like, sad and stuff. When he became champion, he wore the shirt, like, my sister. And I, I don't think... Okay. That... His uh, sister, because his sister was basically kidnapped and stuff. That was real. Yeah, I mean, it does happen. It I'm happens. saying, like, in America and shit, it seems like they fucking take orphans. When you look at, like, uh, the Franklin cover-up, you look at Nexium, yeah. you look at fucking, like, I mean, look at John of God. John of God was an American. I just fucking skipped there. I, I seen the Oprah thing. But the, John of God, he had, like, a fucking baby factory. Oprah's like spent over babies or something. I, I don't know Is how the fuck Oprah you went over and hung out with John of God and didn't see all the babies all over the place. Isn't Oprah's priest a molester or something like that? The 99 Yeah, dude, she definitely is in the fucking black magic shit. Yeah. You know, she's like, oh, yeah, he had a knife. You know, usually these guys don't have a knife when they're doing it. It just blew my mind. And, oh, I, you know, like. Talking about John of God, because her tweets are still up about John of God, who got like 99 years, supposedly, in prison. He's going to sit there all nice, and it's going to be, I don't know, maybe someone will stab him like they stabbed that Sandusky guy, that Jerry Nazar. Or wait, that was the Olympic guy? I'm thinking oh. of Larry Sandusky, Jerry Nazar. Is it Jerry Sandusky, Larry Nazar? Whatever. The That's fucking cool. pedophile guy who got stabbed in prison recently. Yeah. For that guy who stabbed him. Anyway, so here's Tim Ballard talking more about. I'm running a long show tonight because I didn't run a show last week. So share it out, tweet it out. I even have it on Twitter. So if you could, Twitter it out if you would. But like, tweet it. Tweet it. Twitter will shadow ban this. Good. Fuck them. <laughs> You need to like send it to people like privately to your followers. Well, I put it up on a, it'll also be on the RSS feed. 
You can watch it on Spotify. Spotify has been good, I would say, but I've had trouble putting my John uh, Potash episode up. <clears throat> no, but like podcasting stuff is like they don't they censor, don't censor about every, anyone. A podcast? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I've. That's, that's where. I don't understand. Like, it's still honeypot shit. I mean, they're taking our name, our not our names, but our ideas, our sound. Now, even on Spotify, you can load up video. So our likeness. Someone pointed out like that new AI shit that people are putting up their own pictures. Is if you read the terms of service, you give up like your likeness and everything for. They can do whatever they want for it. They can even exploit you. They have the verbiage exploit. They can yeah. exploit you. They can take your image someday and yeah. put you in a fucking movie. I mean, dude, through the um, social medias, if you don't read those TOS, I remember over, what was it, 10 years ago, about 10 years ago, 9 years ago, when facebook messaging app first started people were freaking out because the, the tos is like it takes control of your camera takes control of your this and this and this and i made a video going look your bank fucking one takes control of this this and this all these ones take control of this what you need to pay attention to this was fucking almost 10 years ago it's on android you can't get rid of facebook you might now i, I don't know do you remember when Apple started, like, the when iPhone 4 or 5 came out? No, nah, because I don't like, do apples. Yeah, you don't do apples, but they started doing, like, uh, the payment uh, address, like, you have to put your card in. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they're working everybody into the thing. The Android, you can't get rid of the Facebook. You can uninstall it, and then if you go back to the Play Store, it says open it will or uh, update. Yeah. Right, open or update. So it's always on the phone. So right when you load your Google into that, you're already given Facebook permission to fucking like make phone calls, text messages, uh, change your hard drive, your emails, all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook, Twitter. Like so anyways, this is fucking um, Tim Ballard talking about Mel Gibson again, producing this four part series. Ukraine got a phone call from Mel Gibson. He actually did the final edit of The Sound of Freedom. That's how we know each other, but not well, not well enough that I'd be getting phone calls. And he told me that he was in Budapest at the time. This was right hours after the invasion. And he said he supports a bunch of orphans in Ukraine and he was worried about them. And he asked if I could help get them out. So now I've got 12 from my wife. I got 13 others from Mel Gibson. And I'm thinking, okay, I got this list of kids I got to get out. Um, I told Mel, I said, you got to help me. This is going to be expensive. I won't ask you for a direct donation, but can you help me film this? You know, let's film what's happening so we can get people to understand and they can support us. He said, no problem. He helped us get set up and started filming. Four months later, what I thought was going to be maybe a documentary about Ukraine ends up being a four-part docuseries. It's almost done. It's being produced by DNA Films and executive produced by Tony Robbins. That's how crazy it got and how prophetic Ukraine got a phone call from Mel Gibson. Yeah, so Mel Gibson, he says, "Yo, I can't take money from you, but you can follow me around with a film crew." What film did they edit out? What film did they keep to their self? What the fuck is going on here? We don't know. 
I refuse to watch Sound of Freedom. Uh, because again, I mean, I, 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 it's probably, I like Sound of Freedom is basically like put chips. Yeah, I mean, fucking uh, that Tim Dall- Ballard, Ballard, Ballard. Uh, he fucking um stepped down from the railroad thing. So maybe he doesn't have a podcast now because that was the railroad podcast. He stepped right. down from the podcast or the railroad foundation, all of his foundations, and started something called like Spearhead. Or I should have had that clip. Anyways, they they're talking about Ukraine being a proxy war now. <clears throat> they're starting to get real. But the thing is, why they're only talking about Ukraine and not other any other country? That's the thing. Why Ukraine? Other who do it more like shit than Ukraine. Nobody talks about France, like what France does in Africa, has been doing for like 50, 60 years. Yeah, someone uh, was talking about that. Uh, who was talking about that? That was on AM Waco. I can't remember his name. France has been doing this. Talking shit. about France, you know, I mean, when it talks about this, uh, these riots and shit from the migrants, they say. Uh, the thing is, like, it's it's what actually, they've been doing in Africa. It's it's uh, the migrant shit is like if uh, I can speak about it, it's like fifty fifty. Yeah, some migrants are doing it, but those migrants are usually who are who are bought from Africa by the French. They aren't those who directly escape. Freddie Pontoon, <laughs> yeah. France is like weird. The France immigration system is weird. So many people like cross the sea, but there's many people who are like barred from like different com- French companies and stuff directly to France when they're like 10 years old and shit. France, people have to read about France. Why are they barred? Like they borrow like kids. They like usually did through soccer or different types of sports so what they do is they go to like local sports competitions that said oh we are looking for your kid uh, we are going to like give him a contract in a european and then they take him and then they like throw him in like streets of france and that's what they do in france yeah, man, that's fucking crazy because, like, those modeling agency things, probably, like, uh, you'd see these things back in, in the Africa, day. Or the soccer, they say, oh. Yeah, they the use these these covers. Yeah. Like, it used to be back in the day here would be, like, things in the paper where you could go be on a fucking boat, on a fishing boat. And it's like you go to Alaska, you know, uh fuck dude i think you only had to be like 17 or some shit like that and it's like what the fuck and then they'd have like these things where you could go sell magazines and <laughs> people were getting fucking arrested for soliciting you know like I, I i don't know if this shit's still going on i never got into that shit nobody fucking I don't ever know. They try to I'm give me the same magazines fuck I'm you i'm not walking around knocking on people's doors Maybe the Great Reset is the not-so-obvious establishment. Yeah, Freddie Pontoon was the one talking about France the other day on the AM Wake Up. Or did I say... I said that wrong, too, didn't I? Pont... Fuck. French names are hard. Okay, yeah, there's probably supposed to be, like, Pontan. Is that... I don't know. I'm not going to ruin it. I already destroyed it. 
I ruined his name. God damn it. Anyways, uh, I don't know what else. Uh, we've got to wrap it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks, uh, you know, for coming yeah, on. Uh, Ukrainians. I wanted to talk more about the Ukrainian shit and, like, this uh, IRS gun grab. <sighs> I just don't have the time. My thing is, like, they want to kill uh, Ukrainians and Russians. People. Patriots. You want to they want to kill Ukrainians on Russians or put the death Ukrainians on? and Russians because patriots of both both Russian patriots and Ukrainian patriots. So there will be yeah. less people. Yeah. Basically, that's the war, what the war is, and no one talks about what the From what is. I understand, they're just they're sending regular citizens in the Ukraine to the meat grinder. They're killing Russia's killing Ukraine ten to one. Yeah, they've kind of said this. Uh, I'll play this clip real quick. Uh, certainly, we are at a bit of a stalemate. Uh, we do see incremental gains uh, by Ukraine uh, as they commit to this counteroffensive over the summer, but we haven't seen anything to really uh, help them break through. You know, for example, to drive to the Crimea. Um, it's interesting to me. We we tend to focus on some of the munitions that we uh, the West provides to Ukraine as they fight this out. Uh, and we look at some of them as holy grails as they, they play out. So if you think of HIMARS, certainly that led to some sensational uh, tactical events. And then you see the Storm Shadow uh, missile doing the same thing. Uh, and now we're talking about dual purpose, uh, improved conventional munitions or, or cluster bombs. Uh, you know, none of these, unfortunately, are the holy grail uh, that Ukraine is looking for that I think will allow them in the near term to, to break through. Uh, certainly we are at a... I just feel like when you watch like Tim Ballard talking about Ukraine and the child trafficking and all the child trafficking that's going on and these guys like Tim Poole talking about maybe we'll inspire more people and you know they're they're calling up 3000 reserves them guys are like the fucking one weekend a month or two weekends a year or some shit guys that they're calling up yeah right yep it's supposed to be a buffer between russia and nato ukraine's gone i mean they literally said that that like we've got to send them to be a buffer you know in between russia and nato because russia has creeped their borders right up to nato it's crazy i, I don't know i think i think this was all planned since like day one they wanted ukraine to be destroyed all of them. Ukraine's got all the shit, right? It's got all the Biden fucking. Uh, it's like a. It's like a 9/11, but a country, right? 9/11, yeah. like build. It's like a Building Seven, but a country. That's what I think. So, yeah. Because <laughs> the Building Seven had like everything that hadn't been digitized yet. Yeah. Right. It had all the fucking paper. To Russia. What? They're making it dis uh, dig uh, like digital through Russia. The bricks? Are you talking about the digital uh, currency? No, I mean to say they're making Ukraine digital through Russia because no, no, no. I'm saying that like Ru Ukraine has like all the Biden shit. It has the bio labs. It has the fucking child trafficking shit. It's got the fucking like. Why was fucking? Why was uh, Louis C.K. doing two shows? In Ukraine, the night that the war started, 
I didn't know he was doing two shows in Ukraine. He did that. two shows in Kiev. Wow. Kiev. The night of war. Kiev. The night of wars. Where they have to drag in tanks to remind people that there's war going on outside the city. What? Crazy 1984 shit. Yeah, dude. They, David Letterman went to Kiev to interview Zelensky and they did it in a subway and that they had like the same train going back and forth. Oh, the Bono shit. You're huh? talking about when Bono, like when the... Yeah, uh, when Bono, when everybody was going over there. Well, David Letterman, he was like, he showed that they were walking through Kiev and he's like, here's some tanks. You know, these tanks are burned out and shit. But that, that means that someone had to go... Like green screen. That looked 100% green screen. Well, I mean, he's like touching the fucking tanks and shit. It's pretty, it's pretty good green screen. But I'm just saying, like, if if they're dragging in burned out tanks, do you know what kind of work they had to go through to go out into a fucking field or some muddy place where a fucking tank is destroyed, and then drag it or lift it or something up onto a low boy? Or maybe all of it was CGI. Well, are inflatable. I showed on one episode where they have inflatable planes, tanks, where uh, if you look at the Afghanistan, uh, when they're running down the um, runway, the Biden's interview on CNN looked like CGI because it sounded normal. I've never seen Biden sound normal. Well, Biden, ever since Biden got his booster, when Biden got his booster shot is when they revealed he was honest. I need to get a new chair. Look at my chair. It's all fucking worn out. It's fucked up. You go to buymeacoffee.com slash Rancast. Someone yeah, ordered a shirt. Biden, a recent interview on CNN with Fareed Zakaria. That guy. What about it? Yeah, he, Biden sounded normal. Like, like, I have never seen him speak sharply. Like, But the interview looked CGI because the nose was changing two to seconds later. Yeah, man, that's like Elon Musk. Everything with Elon Musk, he looks like a fucking CGI. Bang, 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 bang. Crowder. Yeah, well, you, you had a Crowder. What the? Oh, yeah, I'd like to play that. Because he's, you know, R.I.P. Crowder. Yeah. Uh, up. Huh? His wife took all of his money and now he's crying. That's what you do. You fucking, you know, you sign a deal, you fucking balk at a deal, you fucking lose money, and then you sign a deal with Rumble. And then everything's exposed. And then it's over, you know? And then you're screaming. Fuck you! Fuck! Fuck you! Uh, well, you know, some people that's do. fucking retarded. Anyways, that's gonna do it for this My, show. I want to talk about yay. Where's yay? That's fucking retarded. He may be. Uh, I heard he's hanging out with the boy with titties. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got the uh, fucking boy. shoulder pads on. Yeah. And then uh, Elon Musk is tweeting out his album cover and shit. Yeah, well, he's going to fight Zuck, which is not going to happen. Oh, man, I got a clip of that because that is funny. How real is Zuckerberg versus Musk? Because now we're hearing that like Musk's mom doesn't want him to fight. Like, How, how, how real is this thing? It's very real. 
It's very real. God, they always it's have to reiterate it's very you know real. You know one thing. People, it looks so fake because it's so real. Look, I'm in the fighting industry. Dana White doesn't control UFC at all. Never has the like he's just there for promotion. Yeah, he's just a bald guy. So, Hamza, thanks uh for coming on. Yeah. I gotta get splitting. I ran a okay. three hour show. I don't know. Everybody that stayed with us, thank you. Hit the uh, thumbs up button or the, well, there's not a bell. All uh, right. Great. Ban from YouTube. Oh, well, I was going to let you promote yourself. Anyways, guys, thanks for tuning in. And I'll see you next week. Probably see you tomorrow on the AM Wake Up for everybody. Talk about more of this shit on the AM Wake Up. It'd be fun. Peace. It's a grotesque postmodern psyop, and anyone who's fallen for this is brain damaged. It's a grotesque postmodern psyop, and anyone who's fallen for this is brain damaged. It's a grotesque postmodern psyop, and anyone who's fallen for this is brain damaged. It's a grotesque postmodern psyop, and anyone who's fallen for this is brain damaged. It's a grotesque postmodern psyop, and anyone who's fallen for this is brain damaged. It's a grotesque postmodern psyop, and anyone who's fallen for this is brain damaged. It's a grotesque postmodern psyop, and anyone who's fallen for this is brain damaged. It's a grotesque postmodern psyop, and anyone who's fallen for this is brain damaged. It's a grotesque postmodern psyop, and anyone who's fallen for this is brain damaged. It's a grotesque postmodern psyop, and anyone who's fallen for this is brain damaged.